everyone, and welcome to part two of Pro Wrestling Not Cool's worst of 2019. Da 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 as you can tell, we're having a great time. We've been at this for two weeks, and it's exhausting. Theta, Alpha, Zeta, Zeta. <laughs> we've, we've been doing this a lot, so we have six awards left to do. Y- y- y'all ready to do this? Yeah, sure. <laughs> so, as a reminder... What's the NATO alphabet? Someone tell me what the NATO alphabet is so I can spell out Sonic 2K6 in it. <laughs> That's too much. But yeah, um, we have six categories, and how it works is we have a whole list of nominees. We whittle it down to uh, one winner and two runners-up. Era, Oscar, Ember, India, Fuck Oscar. Charlie. <laughs> Stop. We, we, have, we have to keep going. By the way, everybody, I'm Trace. Yes. It's, I'm Owen. With me is Trace. Hi, that's me. That's my voice you're listening to right now. Oscar's here. Yeah, I'm here. And also, Santiago. That tornado's carrying a car! Oh, never mind, it's John. John's here. Hi. Oh, okay. No use. Oh, okay. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, we're all out of our minds and we're talking about Sonic 2006 for no reason. Oh, for tree. no reason! Me and John have been playing it. <laughs> I can't believe you've been playing it for three weeks. It's fucked up. Twitch.tv slash Sonic the Great. No, it's not plugs. Stop. 90 days. It's a very hard game to beat. It doesn't control very Trish, well. Trace, we did that on Monday. Stop. I, I don't know. It's been two days. I forget everything. Is it it's been. Yet? It's been. It is 2020, in fact. Hi, everybody. Yay. The wheels have come off the train, and we are careening towards the city. We have six awards. I explain how it works. They John, please, for the love of God, can we get to the first category? Fuck you, Santiago. John, if you get to the category, I will try and stump for the one you want to win. Okay. Worst non-in-ring performer of 2019. And the nominees are Prince Mohammed bin Salman, Come on. Alex Marvarez, Jim Cornette, Jerry Lawler, Lana, Corey Graves, Excalibur, Jim Ross, Bryce Remsburg, and Kona Reeves. Kona Reeves is an in-ring performer. I'm sorry. Uh, are we Reeves. sure about that one? Did you... we did we check his matches? When was the last time he wrestled? He, he had a couple. He had at least one match on NXT UK. I dispute whether he performed with them or not, but I will eliminate him nevertheless. Philistines. I already have my. Three. He performed in them. Whether or not he performed up to expectation, I mean, of course he didn't. Yeah, of course not. I don't. He can't like even meet this. the bare minimum. He's Kona Reeves. Fuck Kona Reeves. Fuck Kona Reeves and fuck racism. Fuck racism. Not related, by, by the way. One of these days, Kona Reeves. No. No, he won't. Remember when y'all hated The Miz? I. Yeah. I was okay with The Miz once he teamed with Morrison. Kona Reeves is the modern. What if what if Kona Reeves teams with John Morrison? I do remember hating The Miz. Do you remember when he started doing the fucking figure four? He's still doing it to this day. I wish he wouldn't. Guys, we need to, we need to come up to so, three, please. So, can we eliminate uh, Excalibur from this? He is 
made some tremendous mistakes, but overall he is a decent commentator. Yeah, Excalibur's fine. Like, he, he's not, look, he's messed up a couple things here and there, but no, like, you know what, for literally, like, for someone that is just getting on, like, a huge stage like this for the first time, like, this is the biggest stage he's ever had, way more than any fucking Ring of Honor shit, like, he's doing great. Yep. You know, PWG is a waste, yeah, go on. I also want to eliminate Jim Ross. He's No! Tell me, Jim Ross, there are like at least five people on here that were that were worse than Jim Ross. There's a lot of bad people on this list. This part's going to be real tough, y'all. I honestly Jim agree. Ross, I don't want to eliminate Jim him Ross is, <clears throat> Jim Ross, Jim Ross is bad? Fine. He says some real questionable shit. Jim Ross has been really bad. Okay, pronoun Jim Ross boy. Really should not have been fucking calling Hikaru Shida Oriental? No. What I like about this uh, Aubrey uh, Edwards here is that, you know, she's a woman and she proves that y- it don't matter what your gender is, it just matters that you, you do a good job. It, it, nobody looked at her and said, oh, she's a woman. They said Remember- she's. Yeah, go on, sorry. I remember when the, the Butcher, the Blade, and the Bunny showed up, and Excalibur was trying to sell them, and Jim Ross was having none of it? No, no. No, no it, that, was that is not what happened at all. In fact, what happened was, is fucking Excalibur went, it's the Blade! And Jim Ross rightfully asked, who? And then Excalibur went, the Blade! He, Jim should have helped them. Jim should have done he a better prompting there. didn't know there. who they were! Jim Excalibur's Ross is the one that knows who they are. It's his job fairness, to say who they are. In fairness, that's 100% Excalibur's fuck-up. Yeah, let's, that's Excalibur, Let's put Excalibur man. back on the list. Let's go. No, no. that's the only really major fuck-up he's had. Other than, the, like, a, a couple minors. Hikaru yeah. Shida. Excalibur? No, Jim Ross. Yeah, Jim yeah, Ross. Jim I Ross. mean, we're talking Jim Ross. Yeah, that's, no, those are... Yeah. That's a major fuck-up. Jim Ross, though, has still largely been fine. Also, the whole thing about calling Excalibur pronoun boy and making fun of his Tope Suicida references. Yeah, it's fucked up. I don't like that. I'm willing to keep Jim Ross around for a little while just because of that. I don't know that he makes the top three, but I'm willing to keep him around. Yeah. Can I suggest someone to add to the list but not really add him to the list since they won't be on? What? How about that guy, that fan from the AEW uh, Elite Fleet that was on commentary? How dare you? I feel bad for him. Yeah, that that's just mean, man. You guys were talking so much shit that week. Come we on. sure were, but you know, adding yeah, but him we to a We weren't talking shit about him. We were talking shit about AEW for thinking that was a good idea. Yeah, it's like fine. Put Tony Khan on the list. <laughs> I mean, I'm down. We talked about that whole thing about him wanking dogs. Great. <laughs> <laughs> right. Fuck. He's going on the list. Yep, Tony Khan for wanking those those dogs. Fucking hey, Tony Khan would like you to know he does not wake those dogs. <laughs> he totally did. We all saw it. That's he's, he's, He would like you to know that that flag is out of line. <laughs> I'm just saying, if, if Tony Khan does not wank dogs, answers all the questions that people seem to be asking him. <laughs> it's on the shirt, y'all. Tony Khan does not wank dogs. Redbubble.com. No. <laughs> Uh, We got a great lot of coming for y'all. But yeah, no, Tony Khan, um, shame on you for wanking dogs. That's terrible. I say he stays on the list for now. Look, so long as the dog consents, I'm not going to judge. How do you know the dog consents? 
Yeah, Are you some kind of Scooby Doo medium or what? Yeah, Sonic, maybe he's psychic. You don't know, Sonic Tony Khan. Fuck. Like, look, Sonic the Hedgehog could consent with stops at least because he has sentience. The Sonic Two K Six defense, the classic. <laughs> Okay, I'm just going to throw this out there. Sonic is dead when she makes out with him. That might technically be necrophilia. It sure oh, is. So that sounds like a Vince McMahon Triple H type of shit right there. Such good shit. Let's just say that at least fuck Sonic's brains out, <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> okay, so can we eliminate Lana from this list? Yes. Because she was in some bad ass, she was in some bad, bad angles, some ass angles. And she has not. Been she's horrible, though. Like, yeah, she's, like she's Lana. Job. Lana is arguably like like she's carrying the heavy lifting of those promos. <laughs> sure and is. There's a, and there's a reason why though. There's a reason why our worst promo list had five fucking Lana promos on them. I don't know why she's you guys did that. awful. She just can't fucking cut a promo or speak like sensibly for her goddamn life. She's just horrid. Okay, you know what? I I rescind. Uh, Let's on there. Damn it, Trace. I wanted her off the I'm going to say... I maybe, did, too. I'm going to say maybe cut Alex Malvarez. He's bad, but he was barely... And they did the right thing immediately and moved him off commentary because he just... He doesn't have the right voice for it is mainly what it is. Yep, and he it, seems like he's okay as a yeah, backstage I, interviewer. I have nothing against him as a person. Like, the stuff he was calling out, it was awkward. It was a little stunted, but, I mean... Jeez, anybody in that situation who's like mainly known as a writer who gets into a speaking role, yeah, they're gonna have some issues. Um, so, someone talked to me about Bryce Hemsberg. Uh, he's a bad ref. He's a very bad ref. I feel like I don't know. I mean, did you see Invisible Man versus Invisible Stan? Yeah, I did. Uh, you know, okay, shit. He goes off the list. Like that, that makes up for all the times he fucked up those the three counts, and we already got him yeah. on the bad refereeing stuff. The end of his end of the year has been bad. Bryce do better, but you know what? He did okay in the beginning of the year. Do more yeah. of that. Yeah. I don't think Jerry Lawler's that bad of a commentator. Uh, shit. uh he told those cops to shoot Rusev. I think Jerry Lawler makes some bad jokes, but I think Jerry Lawler constantly. So, I have to defer to anybody who actually watches Rock as holy shit. The, the hey, remember a few weeks ago when, when Jerry Lawler suggested that Ric Flair is dead? <laughs> He's really, really Actually, bad. you know what? That was pretty Jesus cool. Jesus Christ. Actually, you know what? Cut Jerry Lawler. Yeah, cut that was pretty cool. Wow. I can't believe he's, he's going to be in my top three. Holy shit. I think he kind of belongs up there, but Jesus Christ, inferring Ric Flair is dead might actually be the greatest thing he's done. I think Lawler should be there instead of Lana. <laughs> I agree. Next, I actually agree with that one. week, you won't be on the list. <laughs> Ric Flair's looking down on Charlotte! <laughs> King, <laughs> King, what are you talking about? Ric Flair's not dead. Yeah, but he's very, but he's very conceited. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cut Jerry Lawler. This sucks. That that's the one thing saving him. He's a he's a bad commentator. He's very also, bad. Also, Owen, there's worse here. Joe, I know you've been in the business for a long time, but have you ever heard the term "baby face"? That's, John, that technically is not within the limits of this award, but I'll allow it. Is. 
Yes, it is. It happened. No, it, it, it occurred okay, after TLC. It was, it was the day after, okay? That's why I'm saying. It, it technically shouldn't, but I'll allow it. I feel like <laughs> if it happened before this recording, we could do it. Look, I'm, I'm looking at the four people remaining and Lana, and I think Lana doesn't belong amongst these four. I feel I'm like just gonna push on that. I'm just going to throw this Ross. out there. Uh, Prince Mohammed bin Salman was disqualified by Owen last year because he's a booker and not actually an in-ring performer. Right. And I kept him on here because he's a bit and I will not be denied, but I'm, I'm glad Owen, are you still going to make that stupid claim? Yeah. And I, Hear I, me I, out. I'm glad they made the list anyway. Hear me out. What? Um, shit. shit. We can can't let him blind. Can we disqualify him but give him honorary worst in-ring performer? Prince Mohammed bin Salman presents worst non-ring performer. No, he's just worst person. Okay, can we No, just... that's Vince. Alright, yeah, he's, he's, he's a runner he's a runner-up then. Whatever. I tr- I tried, John. I'm sorry. I just I clammed up there. No, it's all good. <laughs> I almost God. thought that said Clown. Right. We got him we got him look, we got him in the title. That's all we need. You know what? <laughs> I'll allow it. Okay. Uh Again, I think we were all in favor of cutting JR anyway. Like, No, yeah, well, I was in favor of cutting Lana. He's had some bad moments, but generally speaking, compared to where he was, like, fucking in New Japan, he at least seems to care. He does, but it's only because Tony Schiavone's there and it's somebody he likes. Sure, but, like, it's still... He is not worth... He's hey, not Trace? even the worst commentator. Yeah. Did, did he do New Japan stuff this year? Uh, JR... No. Um, don't think so. He wasn't no. allowed to. Not, yeah, no, not during the beginning as, of the year. And no, I think right at the beginning, um, it was still Kevin Kelly. Mm. Yeah, no, he he wasn't allowed to do New Japan stuff all year because of his his contract that he had with WWE, and then he got right. out of that contract right. immediately went to AEW. That's right. So yeah, I I really think Jim Ross anytime Tony's not there is abysmal. Yeah, like that that one week. I just think I think Ugh. JR and Excalibur are not a good duo on their own. Uh I I think they kind of bring out the worst in each other. I, I agree with that. I but agree. I'm, yeah. I'm willing to also say that, you know, I think this partially yeah, JR needs to go. But I'm gonna ask this question. Okay. Does JR need to go more than Corey Graves? Are we judging this on them Corey Graves as a person or as a performer? I both. I'm saying both. Not in ring. He's done podcasts. That's true. The po- See, we, like we, I said before, the po- the, sh- the podcast count. I'm going to count yeah. that podcast because he is nothing. He's proven to be nothing more than a horrible piece of shit through every piece of media he's done. Company There's man. One point. Where we thought he was going to be a Bobby Brain Heenan type, and he has proven to us that that is so wrong, he is just turned into this miserable twat. And just remember when, like, remember last year after fucking, I think it was Crown Jewel, when, like, he had that little tweet that he did that was like, hey, happy to be back in the States where, like, women have rights and shit and whatever. And we were like, wow, okay, Corey, you're actually, like, speaking up about this shit. You're actually being cool. This is great. Mm -hmm. Oh, 2019, the year of Corey Graves, the fucking WWE sycophant. Oh, God. Let's not forget he's the one who's taken a bunch of shots at a a certain uh, five-starred. Ugh. Yeah. Newsletter dude. Oh, yeah. 
Waiting he's, for his apology he, he any minute now. He stays on the list, but... And let's not forget the Morrow shit. Yeah. It was just supposed to be an angle. Yeah, right. I'm honestly tempted to say Corey Graves wins this. I'm I'm down with uh, I I am leaning towards either yeah. him or Jim Cornette, and I would it's, lean I mean, towards it's Corey be him Graves. Or Cornette because think, Cornette's not going anywhere. I think Graves yeah. has done more this year. Yeah, Cornette had one bad. I'm I'm just gonna play devil's advocate here and say it's not more. It's more than one. Here we but go. Also, though, oh, it's a great sign when you say you're gonna play devil's advocate. <laughs> no, no, Cornette. Cornette is still a good commentator. Like he says, bad. He's he's made some awful fucking remarks, but yo, he's a fucking solid commentator. And I don't. I I, I think that I when you compare it to fucking Corey Graves, who is not a good commentator. Like his commentary style's bad, and he does this shit. I will say I will agree mm-hmm. with that. Yeah, I, I agree with that too. To Oscar's credit, I, I think that like for as look, I, I think the cornet is definitely bad. I think the cornet does not bring anything to add. Does how I can't even fucking talk. I don't think cornet's so good on commentary. I really don't. I think he's. I think he, he can add things, mm-hmm. but like I, I, where what I see Cornette's quality in being on commentary is that like he's able to at least you know obviously he can't help himself but be fucking racist, but like yeah. he's able to at least keep it the slightest bit professional on commentary. Like I remember watching like a couple matches from his uh from his thankfully short MLW run, and like the he was co- I saw him commentate a match that like had Jimmy Havoc in it, who as we all know he fucking hates Jimmy Havoc. But, like, he was able to at least, while working, he was able to at least keep it the slightest bit professional and, and, like, turn his dislike of Jimmy Havoc into, like, a, hey, I dislike him because of, like, you know, the things that he does in the ring. He's just brutal. He just doesn't care and all this stuff. Like, even though, no, we know why Cornette hates him. He's a fucking prick. And, of course, like, the second that the, you know, microphone goes off and it's not yeah, fucking commentary, it's he goes back to being Jim Cornette, the huge fucking prick. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Corey um, Graves is aggressively mean on the microphone and just and antagonistic. He's a terrible commentator now. He just distracts more than he does anything to enhance. Corey Graves is kind of like Corey Graves. Kind of reminds me of my problems with Michael Cole, where he self over more than. The- yeah, no, that was a problem with Michael Cole by a long shot. He was just antagonistic and it's it's distracting from the matches like fuck and and like the one kind of good thing Corey Graves had going for him was the fact that he was consistent even when people turned face and like with the whole Elias thing regardless of Elias's alignment Corey Graves used to at least be consistent with no I just don't like Elias mm-hmm. and they fucking stopped doing that yeah, Corey Graves used to have some consistency, and some, and then he started, you know, I guess, not having a proper wife and dating Carmella. So, you know, whatever. Oh, man. I, I don't I, I don't want... I'm just pointing out the coincidences here. That's all I'm doing. You no, know, look, we all know that <laughs> this is all Corey Graves having a midlife crisis. Yeah, basically. I'm going to say Cornette Lana Graves. I'm going to say Cornette Graves Jr. Mm, I mean, 
we don't I agree with Cornette Lana Graves. So yeah, I gotta trace. say, I I think Jim Ross has been absolutely fucking abysmal. But y'all convinced me on Lana. She was in fact part of some of the most terrible promos of the year. She's just it's fucking not, horrible. She fault. can't act at all. That's She's terrible. She brings absolutely nothing to this except for like being like. Uh, hot, except like just not even hot, just like Vince McMahon's idea of hot. Oh yeah, the good days. old Fox News blonde sassy woman. White cotton panties. <laughs> what? <laughs> Go on. You've never heard people talk about Vince's weird thing with white cotton panties? No, I don't I want to. Especially related to a certain uh, Brock Lesnar's wife. I'm good. Oh boy. I'm good. Hey, to be fair, look, at we the all time, know that Vince wanted to fuck Sable so hard, and probably did. Let's be honest. At the yeah. time, she was a certain Mark Marrow's wife. Poor Mark Marrow. You know and what? Then, and then Vince booked them into a divorce angle. Weird how that ended up with them getting divorced. Actually, wait. You know, you know what's fucking shit. crazy? They didn't get. Divorced. Is this all just Vince is trying to fuck Lana? Yes. Yes. So this is getting way off topic, but like I'm not wrong in saying like Mark Marrow was not necessarily a terrible guy outside the ring, was no, he? No, Mark Marrow's like a fucking no. saint. Yeah, the yeah, poor Mark guy. Seems cool. The poor guy just getting screwed over like that. Look, dude has made maybe a bigger career now being a motivational speaker. Yeah, and also he was like Golden Gloves before he got into wrestling, so you know it is what it is. And he was Johnny B. Bad. Yeah, and Johnny B. Bad. Holy shit, that was such a good gimmick. I find it amazing that that gimmick somehow didn't involve blackface. Like, I totally thought it did. <laughs> oh, no, it didn't. Oh, God. Johnny B. Bad was good. Johnny B. Bad was good, even though, yo, that that was just blackface. Yeah. Yo, that was just blackface. Yeah. It was. They just did the they just did the Muhammad Hassan thing, except instead of being a, an Italian guy pretending to be Muslim, it was an Italian guy pretending to be, be black. He just had a lot of tan on. That's all. I hate this. Fine. Let's, let's put a bow on this. Yeah. And, and uh, Johnny B. Bad, nineteen ninety five <laughs> is the worst gimmick. Oh come on! I don't Shut know your about damn that. mouth! I don't know I, about I'm, that I'm, I'm back. I'm going to find some chairs to throw. No, everybody knows that the worst gimmick of 1995 was Yete. Oh, God, that was 95. It sure eh, was. That it's was not hot. hot. <laughs> let's let's just say Corey Graves wins and move on, please. Yes, please. Yeah, yes. Corey Graves wins. Fuck Corey Graves. Yeah, fuck Corey Graves. Congratulations. Corey Graves has been a problem for a while, <laughs> and this year, Corey Graves went over the fucking line. Yeah, Corey Graves has, like, probably been over the last five to ten years my biggest disappointment in everything he has done in wrestling. Mm -hmm. Like from the highest point, from the highest potential, from somebody I really want to see you do well to now, I would just love him to retire and go away. Go home and be a family man. Yeah. Oh, wait. Uh -oh. At this point, I should mention Creek Graves, 2016's best non-in-ring performer. Best? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that's no. hard. That's a swing. Yeah. That is a no, swing. That's a th no, absolutely. Like that was the year that he fucking like debuted on on fucking main roster. Oh, and God, like, you're right. He was great. He was awesome. And look how far he's fucking fallen. Because uh, yeah, he was. He we nominated him for worst last year. Hell, we might no, have nominated for best last year. 
That's weird of us. Yeah, I mean, he was, up he, for was... Best, he was up for best and worst, but he was up for best of 2018, and notable reasons include he's Corey. Look, it took a while for the swing to happen. Like John oh, mentioned, but he was still just... making good takes last year until it's, this year. It's kind of yeah. I, again, I, I put I I'm pretty sure I put him on last year specifically because of that Instagram post. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. Yeah, yeah like I, I'm just I I'm not saying this is like you were wrong. I just mean like yo, it's amazing how far he's fallen. Yeah, exactly. It is horrifying. Yeah, so, MYB, miss how about yourself, bitch. So congratulations, Corey Graves. Wow. <laughs> I'm trying to trying to get past this. Corey Graves, crowd pissed Mohammed bin Salman's presents the worst non in ring performer of 2019. Runners up Jim Cornette and Lana. God, God damn it, the Trace. opposite of Tommy Tallarico, Prince Mohammed bin Salman. God, God damn it, Trace. <laughs> What's wrong? What's wrong with that? <laughs> What's next? Look, Corey Graves needs to go away. Me. Shut up, Oscar. Okay. Easy one. Fuck up here. Corey Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just go, please. Worst tag team or stable of 2019. Wait, sorry, no, I meant uh, what was that other one? This joke doesn't play. This no, joke doesn't play at no, all. No, gonna cut that out. <laughs> the nominees are the Forgotten Sons, the Iconics, the Dark Order, Heavy Machinery, Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. And Kona Reeves. Kona Reeves is not a tag team or a stable. Prove a cop. Fuck. Co- nobody, <laughs> nobody likes Kona Reeves. Kona Reeves has no friends. Kona Reeves has no fans. That's the very definition of not being a tag team or stable. Hey, if I, the one I, warrior no one likes him. Could be a stable. Can we make Kona Reeves an Oscar or a tag team? Why, why am I tagging with Kona Reeves? <laughs> I mean, you seem like to like him, him so much. Yeah, Oscar, if you love him so much, why don't you marry him? I, I Congratulations. Kona Reeves, on- is not, Kona Reeves is not someone I would have a long-term relationship <coughs> with. He's like a he's disappointing hookup in a dark place that Excuse I regret me. in the morning. <laughs> Excuse me, he's but the I'm, finest. But I'm not saying I wouldn't hook up with Kona Reeves. Oh, You're just saying you wouldn't marry Kona Reeves. Yeah, fu- Kona Reeves is the fuck up. in the fuck Mary kill. Okay, up. that's fair. <laughs> no, I mean, he, he's the guy that shows up at the wedding and is like, oh, I'm so happy for you. I remember those. No, you're actually wrong, Oscar. Kona Reeves is the fuck in fuck Kona Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would fuck Kona Reeves is the point. God damn it! John, look what you've done. It wasn't supposed to be this way! Okay, can, I'm just going to jump in here and say real quick, eliminate the Iconics from this list immediately. Fuck you! Yes! The Iconics are great. The Iconics suck. You've got to be joking me. Terrible. Peyton, Royce, and Billy Kay are amazing. Thank you, Everything I see of them is fantastic, and I love their personality, and they're obnoxious as hell, and that's the point. Thank you, Trace. Hear me out here, though, Trace. Yeah? Everything you've seen of them hasn't involved them being in the ring. I saw some stuff in NXT. It was fine. I think they're still good in the ring. They've been on NXT this year. Oh. Hmm. Their main roster... They've been main roster. Yeah, I, they okay. were the women's tag team champions. Oh, remember so, that? Yeah. Of course you don't. They had three matches. Well, because I don't remember because I don't watch WWE. God damn it. I, oh yeah. Well, that's true. I, but also they, like, but also they were champions for like three, for like six months and they had like four matches. I blame that, booking, not them. Yeah. That's a policy failure right there. 
They deserved better. You know, bad booking, though, just someone that's booked poorly can still be the worst thing. Like, yo. They're they're amazing, though. Holy shit. Their personality is the best. Billy pretty shitty in the ring, though. Oh, she might be, but they're she's not amazing. Their Their promos are great. Oh, it, on the mic, they're fantastic. You've... They're 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 so awesome, and they're not one of the three finalists. I, I feel like they might be, but let's come I, back to them I, because I, will, I think that we can safely say I will take a dark- stand here, no further. That's all. All right. I mean, they did have Hey Kayla. That was pretty good. Yeah. And you've got to be joking me. Nah. And, and the whole thing about, about everybody not giving as, a shit hey, about. Kayla! <laughs> <laughs> The, the whole thing about, like, nobody giving a shit about Peyton Royce's birthday was also pretty goddamn good. I also enjoyed that one. Yeah, okay. Similarly, Dark Order seems like they might be okay now. But no. Uh, before we cut Dark Order, tell me about Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. They're the Gratitude Era! Oh, f- They're fuck. just so happy to be here! They won the I, tag titles at Mania. I hate this. I hate this. All right, cut the Dark Order. No! There we go. Because the the Dark Dark Order Order in the ring this year was just them with the Creepers. They're fine. They're fine. They're fine. They're they're okay in the ring. If you remember, Fight for the Fallen, they had a really good match. Did they? Yeah, they're fine in the ring. It's just that their characters have no context whatsoever and made no sense. They're kind of the opposite of the Iconics. Wow. I mean, the thing about the Dark Order, too, to remember, is the reason that they kind of got weird afterwards is because they were trying to adopt heel tactics in their tag teaming. Because when they were wrestling during Fight for the Fall, and that was pretty much all face moves they were doing, like real flashy shit. That's weird. So, I don't know. I, I think they are a decent... The, the problem they had was the Creeper stuff at the very beginning was fucking stupid, and they have turned that around in a way that is yeah. extraordinary. The problem with the Dark Order is that the characters had absolutely no context whatsoever. It was just, who the fuck are these weird people? Why do they have these fucking mass dudes following them? What the fuck is any of this? Why should I care? Now they're giving us a reason to care. Yeah, okay. now they have a chance to be a pretty good stable. Meanwhile, will you ever care about Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins? No. No. They're the Gratitude Era. They're so happy to be here and to keep getting a paycheck to, like, buy fucking action figures or whatever the fuck Zack Ryder does. They both he, do that's it. exactly what he does, yeah. They have a podcast. Hang out with his action, hang out with his room of dolls instead of his cool wife. That sounds like a Vince mandated, uh, sort of, you know, gratitude Wait, era you, thing. Like, we're just happy to collect paychecks. Yeah, more of you should be like that, fuckers. Yeah, I'm sure that it is a Vince mandated thing, and I'm also sure based on everything I've heard about Zack Ryder and basically his goal is just to work for the WWE and literally nothing else, mm-hmm. like, sounds like something he's totally on board with. I am not surprised. Matching Zack Ryder with action figures so he can fuck Zack Ryder's wife? Yes. Ah, oh, yeah, no, that's all the crazy Hayman. ones. God damn it. But Remember, guys- he is on Raw. Guys, we need to stop talking about these two. They're not winning. The Forgotten Sons are winning. Yeah, Forgotten Sons are absolutely abysmal. Oh! Oh, wow. What are you doing? Whoa, this is the biggest heel turn ever if you're going to stand up for the Forgotten Sons. Please. I'm not going to stand up for the Forgotten Sons. The Forgotten Sons are shit awful and I hate them. Do unto others. Do unto others. I will say again. Do what? 
What are you doing unto others? <laughs> okay, so you're, if I'm guessing correctly, you're looking at the other entry on this list. I, look, I'm just going to throw it out there. I agree with Oscar. Otis might be the worst fucking gimmick. I fucking hate heavy machinery with a passion. I love Otis's body positivity. I hate his weird fucking gimmick of I'm a sex pervert. I want to fuck Mandy Rose. That's not on TV. What's weird about that, too, is he's a good Christian dad. Like, that's not on TV. That's an Instagram joke. Wait, he's a young buck? No, no, not like a one of those good Christian dads, like on Twitter, good Christian dad type. It actually sounds that weird at all. It's pretty I much wrote fitting. In the comments here, huh. um, this almost feels like it's of like he discovered, or like this feels like the kind of thing that Vince finds funny. Of like, oh, this big fat guy loves the blonde girl, and he's gonna be sex. It hasn't been on TV <laughs> though. It's real hilarious, pal. This gimmick nah. hasn't been on TV at all. It's only been on Instagram. It was on fucking Crown Jewel pre-show. What? It's been on TV. It has been it on TV. Been I did not TV. watch the Crown Jewel pre-show, apparently. I'm pretty sure they also had some, like, backstage fucking segments of just Otis the, being weird and creepy and, like, sh- and giant. Or what about when fucking, what about, what about when they debuted the Women's Tag Team Championships? Oh. In that moment of bliss segment, where it's just, hey, here's Otis just like creepily like thrusting, gyrating behind Alexa Bliss like he's coming. Okay, yeah. yeah. Otis Dojevic is the reason why animals should never be anything other than a Muppet. It's just Otis (laughs) now. He doesn't have a last name anymore. Uh, Whatever. I'm going to always call him Otis Dojevic. Hello, my name is Otis, and I'm a registered sex offender. (laughs) You know what? I forgot about the part today, but all right, fine. You guys can have this one. I can't believe the Forgotten Sons aren't winning. Honestly, don't get me wrong. I fucking hate the Forgotten Sons, but let's be honest. We've already forgotten them. I I was honestly thinking the Forgotten Sons was going to be an immediate win for this, but holy shit, y'all convinced me on heavy machinery because it's bad. You know what? Forgotten Sons won last year. It's okay. And also, you know what, like, again, the Forgotten Sons are fucking terrible, I never want to see them again, but I honestly can't remember a single fucking thing they've done this year. I know they were literally on an NXT recently, I don't remember who they fought! John, they were in the four-way for the tag titles. At TakeOver. Which two members? I don't know. They're all the same. Exactly! They're all the same... They're all the same. Meanwhile, I have vivid memories scarred in my brain of all the horrible shit that Otis has done this year or been asked to do this year and willfully done. Tucker's fine. Ducky. Yeah. Tucky Ducky Quack Quack is okay. Ducky. He is saddled with a creepy sex pervert that just gyrates all over every single blonde woman on the main roster. And hell, you could you could argue that uh, Tucker is its own problem because he knows it's going on and is putting no stop to it. It's true. He is an accomplice. If you see something, say something. Alright, fine. Congratulations to Heavy Machinery, the worst tag team slash stable of 2019. The runners-up, the Forgotten Sons, and uh, the Gratitude Era. I hate them all. 
We're, we're going to have a real fight coming up here. I'm Weird, just John. It's like, it's the worst of, so we're supposed to hate them all. Worst female wrestler right. of 2019. Let's go. The nominees are Lacey Evans, Billy Kay, the librarian Leva Bates, Brandy Rhodes, Carolina, or is it Catalina? Nyla Rose and Kona Reeves. Kona Reeves does not wrestle in the women's division. Prove it, cop. <laughs> okay, so I am I'm not gonna... going to do that because I don't want to get in trouble I'm or arrested. To... Yeah, you, you but I'm crap. going to say that we cut Kona Reeves for the same reason that Becky Lynch was not eligible for best male wrestler ra- last year. All right, yeah, fair so enough. I'm I'm smashing through the wall of this comedy bit like a Kool-Aid man and saying, who the fuck put Nyla Rose down? She is not that bad. I agree with this. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I, I'm glad nobody stood up for that one because, yeah, that was... I feel like... She, I, she's mediocre, but... I feel like I put her on after an egregiously bad match she had, but I don't... Oh, probably. You mean the Riho match? Yes. Oh, that probably would have been it, yeah. It's a bad match. And Should we, uh... Should we put Riho on here? Should we maybe consider putting Riho on here? You know, I'm not against it. I would rather... I would rather argue... If you're going to give me, like, somebody who is a terrible wrestler in AEW... I will put Riho above Nyla Rose, given what's happened. All right. Because Riho has been added to the list. Riho has not actually had a proper finish in a match yet. All yeah. her matches have been flash pin roll-ups. Oh, God. Okay, yeah, Riho fucking belongs on here. Look, she learned from the best, okay? She's, she she's just outsmarting from, her opponents. She learned from the greatest wrestler of all time, the American Dragon, da- Brian Danielson, the most dangerous move of all, the small package. Can we get Billy Kay off the list? I would Billy like, Kay fucking sucks. No, she doesn't. I like, I like her personality in the mic still. Yeah. It's great. Also, I'm going to pull you this. I might have a crush on her. Yeah, if we're judging wrestlers by their promo skills, she should be off this list. Yeah, fine. Yeah, okay. I don't think she's a good promo, but I'm not going to fight this battle. There's, like, everyone else here I'm not going to stand up for, like, on that I don't know if, I don't know if her promo work would really, would really work, or if she would, like, actually be any talented if she didn't have Peyton backing her up, but... Considering that she does have Peyton backing her up, I'm still willing to go with "Hey Kayla" gets you some some leeway. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, uh, say that is, again. Who is Carolina? Hey Kayla! <laughs> you somehow activated my Siri by doing that. Good job. Is who is Carolina or Catalina? <laughs> John, do the outers. You've just activated the trap card. So, Cara was having a feud with <laughs> Andrade on Raw for a little bit. Yep. <laughs> where Andrade beat Cara because of the involvement of uh, Zelina. So Cara was like, hey, I got some, I got some backup here. 
is this random fucking luchador lady kind of wearing a knockoff sexy star mask named Carolina. Okay. Except or Catalina. Except the commentary keeps calling her Catalina. <laughs> Which one is it? I don't know because they oh, uh, look, it's when they write it out, when they spell it out, it is written as Carolina. C A R O L I N A. They pronounce it, see, everybody on the commentary says it C-A-T-A-L-I-N-A. <clears throat> with like a, with like a... That's racist. <laughs> she got to, she got to help out, what's his name, Sinkara, with one match that Sinkara still lost. And then they had a mixed tag match. Where she took the pin from Zelina. Okay, she so win. It was a bad match. There is something <clears throat> in the WWE PC channel on YouTube that actually was trying to talk about who she was. And I'm trying yeah, to find she's it. Yeah, she's a a Chilean lady. Oh, okay, never mind then. I'm not going to follow she's like that. A Chilean, she's like a Chilean MMA lady, I it, think. It's probably the guy who they had from Chile for uh, the um, Cruiserweight Classic who brought her in. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. I'm not going to... She should be removed, but holy shit, that's a weird. She angle. should be removed because, like, I this is just honestly, this is just like punching down too hard. This is someone that like yeah. they just literally called up from NXT, like called up from just like the fucking house show circuit, the performance center circuit, just because they literally needed someone in this role, and uh-huh. she was not fucking ready for it. So we've got four people here, and and now she's gone. So and, problem solved. Yeah, I was just gonna say. We want to talk about gimmicks that are bad, and yet I would like to punch down and say, no, this is this is real bad, and I've turned the corner on this. I think the librarian definitely belongs in the top three. I agree. I'm going to say I think cut Brandy Rhodes, mostly because she's not really a wrestler. No, she's I, not, but I'd say they've actually admitted that much. Yeah, I like the librarian gimmick. I think the librarian gimmick is fun and funny, and her promo work is good. I have never liked Leva Bates as a wrestler. I'm not going to front. I think she's not very good. Her matches are boring. I've seen her on Being the Elite now, and i got to say, something is up with her in general, and not in a good way. She just appeared as lost her promo skills, and... I, I don't know. It's just like she seems like she's taken a few too many knocks to the head. I think it's telling that the most over Leva Bates ever was was because fucking Big Cass got her over. Oh God! Yeah, that's yeah. <clears throat> like I was, I remember I was even telling you guys last year. Like, remember when I was telling y'all about that like Selena De La Renta lady in MLW? Yep, you sure were. Yeah, like one of the one of the few matches that I have seen her wrestle. Uh, was against Leva Bates. It's fucking horrible. John, it sounds like you're arguing for her to win. I'm actually not arguing for her to win. (laughs) She definitely belongs in top three, though. She definitely belongs in the top three. But let me tell you about a woman named Lacey Evans. You mean the most over baby face on SmackDown? What the fuck? It's on Fox. What Come do you on. expect? It's Fox. And yeah, also, okay, shit. when they turned I, her, they were in Southern States. Act like a lady. And they're playing up her military thing now. Uh, yeah, they're playing up her Trump 2020 shit now. Yeah. Exactly. Because they're in the Southern they States. Be, 
I can't wait for him to start playing up her remember when I put my child in blackface. What? You don't remember this? No. It happened. It happened. She put her child in blackface for a Halloween costume. I only remember her a feud with that sounds right, like a very... that happened? Remember any, all of the fucking, like, Becky Lynch shit that lasted forever? Remember, like, yep. everything that she did from the Rumble to Mania, where she would just walk out and then leave? Oh, God, that was this year. And the cat of, oh, God, yeah, oh, man. L- L- Lacey Lena is coming. She started improving at the end of the year, but it's not enough to save her. Lacey wins. Lacey wins. Shit. I think Lacey wins. Fuck. And before, let's, let, let's be clear. Before we even deliberated, Lacey wins. I, I, yeah, like, mm-hmm. Riho is bad. She's a small child attempting to wrestle in a world where she has no impact on anyone whatsoever, and she can't have a finishing move worth a damn because of that. But here's the thing I'd say about Riho is that, like, just to, to add on to that is, like, something that, like, Owen and I talked about recently. I think it was on the uh, the the TLC uh, Patreon podcast was uh-huh. that, like, compare – like, Riho could work if you did it, like, like AJ Lee. Like, yeah. AJ also weighs, like, two pounds, also yep. doesn't have a lot of power behind her strikes. But, like, AJ – had like just a, both a Christmas tour and like an actual like I'm I can understand some technicals like stuff like her fucking octopus stretch was like super cool and like yeah. looked great. Rio doesn't have any of that. Rio doesn't have any submission background. Rio doesn't right. have any of that stuff. It's like you've been saying for fucking months on the show. Like someone needs to fucking sit her down with fucking Dean Malenko. Yeah, exactly. If she was like mini Dean Malenko, I'll tell you what, she would get over real goddamn quick. Mm-hmm. But yeah, otherwise she's just like a soft pillow hitting everybody and knocking them out eventually through attrition. How is she not over? She's she's a soft body pillow that Kenny Omega likes to sleep with. (laughs) Got him. We need this. We need to stop. We need to stop. We need to stop. Hey, Kenny Omega and Riho have a totally normal relationship. Oscar, I said we need to stop. We need to stop, please. Kenny loves little girls. They make him feel so good. I said we need to stop. Congratulations, Lacey Evans, the worst female wrestler of 2019. The runners-up are the librarian, Leva Bates, and Riho. I-, I think we might see Lacey Evans in the most improved next year, hopefully. It's us. We're the nasties. I really hope that Kenny Omega is not a bad person, but I worry. Well, we look, all worry. A lot of wrestlers are the, probably... No, I mean, like, in a, a really, really bad, bad way. Yeah. Yeah, no. That's, like, that's kind of where all my stuff, I'm not going to say it aloud, but I'm revolving around it and some other stuff that's happened in that division and things of that nature. I'm worried. He, he should be on Twitter more often. Then we'll see the real him. God damn it, Owen. What are you, also, what are you tempting Also, fate? the weird shit about what the, what, why the fuck you keep having issues with your visa dog. It's getting weird. Yeah, that I makes me wonder too as well. Go. Boing. Don't. Nope. God, why was that not up for worst promo? Because <laughs> it was amazing. Where is Jerry Lawley when we need him? It was real bad, but I think it was more hilarious just that they were so tone deaf as to not notice that they had a gun promo finishing off the entire thing about no gun violence. Yeah. Sorry, let me rephrase that. Why was that not up for Doc Coolest Moment? <laughs> <laughs> That's on you guys. 
yeah, the spring thing, honestly. It's just not cool, but the whole idea worst, of, oh shit, we're about to end this poorly. Go on, please, John, save me. Worst male wrestler of 2019. The nominees are Kona Reeves, Kurt Angle, Shane McMahon. I'm, I'm just, I'm angry looking say at it. this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Say it. Kenta. Kenta. He's not staying, but I said it. He's, Kenta. He's going to stay. Kota Reeves, Seth Rollins, Bad Luck Fale, and of course, Kona Reeves. Fuck racism and fuck Kona Reeves. They're not related. As funny as it would be to have <laughs> Kona Reeves take every single slot, <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb and say that we can we can get rid of at least two of these Kona Reeves. Right, okay, we'll, we'll one can stay. One has okay. to be the top three. Uh, whoa, wait, whoa, whoa. That I got a three. You're going to say that Kenta gets knocked out by Kona Reeves? No, Kenta's on the list. Okay. Fuck no! Kenta had that great shit what? with the fucking camera operator. What? No. What? I'm gonna say. Have you not? Okay. Before have we... you not seen those weird promos he's been cutting with the camera operator, with his weird stalking her and being in love with them? No. Guys, I... guys before we get into the Kenta argument, Kurt yeah. Angle did not wrestle a match this year. Oh uh, yeah, he did. He had his retirement match. <laughs> hey, his had... retirement oh, match. Oh fuck, that was this year. Oscar, it's been a long for... year. All that said, Kurt Angle, Kurt Angle's just sad. He's yeah, sad. I Kurt really Angle's don't. Kurt Angle's just sad. I don't feel like that's kind to him, because tournament match kind of means he's already done. And <laughs> do you remember all the matches leading up to that retirement match? No. He looked awful. Yeah. I could have sworn his retirement match was at WrestleMania 34 before I remembered. Oh, wait, no, fuck, that was the Rousey match. And I just, I still can't believe that the way that they sent him out was that fucking bullshit with Baron Corbin. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep, sure was. Hey, guys. Okay, so I'm going to ask the question. Is Kenta staying? Yes. No, No, fuck you! That's not my question. Like, we'll get to him. Seth Rollins is shit on Twitter. He's awful in social media. Was he also that bad a wrestler this year? It's a bad promo. Okay. I would also say, look, I, I think that I think that there is an argument to be made that Seth Rollins was given was given the ball and told to run with it in being the fucking top guy of the company. Oh. And he completely dropped the ball in every single way. Dropped it and like, tripped over it. Well, John, you can't hold the ball and also tweet at the same time. It's true. You can't. Some of us like, I think there. I think there's an argument to wow, be made here that, yeah, Seth Rollins, like, I, I don't think he wins because, like you said, Seth Rollins has been very good in the ring still. Yeah. Like, you know, he's, he's if he, when he's not fighting Bray Wyatt. But I feel like, like I feel like we've kind of just gotten to a point though in wrestling where yeah, even the bad wrestlers are still kind of decent in the ring. Well, we've got two here that I can say that is definitively not true about. Yeah, Tell me maybe about a well, third. One that you could definitively say that. Well, no, actually, no, no, no. There's look, two. I'm not. I'm not going after. Sorry, Kendrick. sorry, sorry, John. I, yeah, John. I, I realize. I realize who you were going after there. Yeah. My bad. Tell I'm, me about bad I, luck folly. Bad uh, luck oh, excuse me, bad match folly. Yeah, we were nicknamed bad match folly, the chemtrails commander. Even beyond the gimmicks and the dumb shit, and in fact, he's a complete doofus in the head. 
he has gone well, he's, he's gone through an exercise regiment over like the winter season last winter season where he was supposed to be getting faster and leaner and stuff and somehow after all that he actually got slower yeah. and more painful to watch in the ring he is extremely sluggish he can barely work big man angles the whole thing is mainly people having to work around him, trying to lift him up, holding their back because they can't. You know, the no mercy grapple thing. And legitimately, the best part he had the entire year was at the end of the G1 where he was doing roll-up finishes to beat people. And then claiming he was a wrestling master. Before then, it was nothing but interference and absolute bullshit to work around the fact that he can no longer work in the ring. It was kind of cool watching ZSJ basically wrestle a match around him. It was cool in that regard, but that's more on ZSJ being so fucking phenomenal as a wrestler. And let me just, what about the way he won that match? I think there's one thing to say about Bad Luck Fale that perfectly sums him up. What? Fuck him. Fuck him! Alright. But yeah, but but we had to talk about the finish of that match with ZSJ. It was count out. Yeah, because he's too fat. He couldn't run to the ring in time. So, That's the only way you lost. I just want to say, I know it's funny and all. Cut Kona Reeves. He barely had matches. No! Kona Reeves is our default if we can't win this other argument that's going to come up here. Yeah, we need him but in I, the three. I feel like the argument here... Cut Kona Reeves. No! Shane, Shane and Bad Luck Fale are locked in for... Yeah, absolutely, they're locked in. And then... Oscar? <laughs> He's been nominated for literally everything, and he hasn't made the cut. This is his I, category. He barely fucking wrestled! <laughs> I hate to say it, I'm gonna make the ultimate heel turn. You, f- I'm willing to cut Kona Reeves for Rollins. If you do this, you know whoa, what's gonna happen, Wait, right? whoa. Yeah, you know how it's gonna end. You up, know what's right? gonna happen if you make this move. So... Choose wisely. Okay. I didn't say I'm doing it. I said I'm willing. I'm just letting you know. You know it's going to happen if he does not take that third spot. Tell me about Kenta. About what? Owen, Trace, why is Kenta bad? John, don't talk. You'll get your opportunity. Okay. So... Kenta came in with a lot of fanfare to New Japan. I remember this. He was brought in by Katsuyori Shibata, probably one of the biggest badasses who had a legitimate, like, the wrestler, and as somebody nicknamed wrestlers, is pretty apt, kind of retirement from wrestling, where he had and basically brain bleed and nearly died. Mm-hmm. And coming back as a trainer for the LA Dojo, and then bringing in Kenta and saying, he will fight for me in the G1, Everybody was excited because, oh yeah, this is Kenta's time to actually shine and show off who he is. Who was his first match against in the G1? I believe it was against Kota Ibushi. That sounds like a fucking barn burner, right? It should have been a barn burner. It was devastatingly bad. Oh my god, it was so bad. It was tremendously bad. Kenta could not work convincingly around Kota Ibushi. And this is... Somebody who should be known as a hard striker going up against hard striker. No sold a whole lot of shit that nobody really knows sells. And also somehow managed to win that match in a completely unconvincing fashion. And really, that was his entire G1 career. Is winning in unconvincing fashion. So much so that 
before he was even in Bullet Club. The crowd, and may I note that this is a Japanese crowd, the kind that only boos if you're caught cheating, started, started to boo him as he would get momentum in matches. Yeah, and through the G1, it continued. Like, they were like, ah, I don't like him. And by, like, the third or fourth match, they were booing him out of the building. And he was yeah, the, playing a The smartest game. thing they did with Kenta was put him in Bullet Club because that made them more legitimate for having a guy that nobody likes in there. Right there, there with Jay White. And remember and, how he started the G1? Is He was on, like, an undefeated streak. And they're like, oh, he's going to be this big, hot, like, commodity. And all his matches sucked. And no one liked him. And then... They realized and they pivoted and he lost the rest of his matches. It was complete. It just every match they started booing because they knew none of his abilities were that believable. He was sloppy. It was unrefined in a really weird way for like Japanese pro wrestling. So that it's just, yeah, I, I think his utter sloppiness, he is not the wrestler they brought in when they brought in Hideo Itami in NXT. And he does not look like he's ever going to rebound. Excuse me. He felt like he was Hideo Itami. He didn't feel like yeah. old, he didn't feel like old Kenta. Like he lost no, th- that th- fire and that those hard strikes. There is no old Kenta anymore. So, all right, John, defend Kenta. Owen and Trace don't speak. You got it. Shut up, like Kenta. Is that it? Yeah, that's all I got on this list. I'm, yeah, like, all I can really say, it's like, yeah, I, I agree that, like, his, his new, his, his G1 stuff was definitely disappointing. Like, I don't know if it's a matter of just, like, maybe, like, I do think that, like, look, I think that, like, his matches weren't as bad as maybe being said. I thought that that Coda match was fine. Like, I'm not gonna sit here and say that it was great. I'm not gonna sit here and say yeah. that, like, it lived up to what it should have been. Yeah, that match should have been a fucking barn burner, and it was just kinda, it was just, it was mm-hmm. like right. it wasn't bad. Nothing bad happened in it except for like the only thing that I'd say that was really bad about that match was that like the GTS did not look good. The GTS looked really bad. Oh, right like I think he's gotten chest. like I think he's gotten better with the GTS. But like yeah, I again like I don't I think that. <sighs> I think there are definitely. I feel like part of it to me is I feel like there are definitely some issues there, and also I think like you know, come on, like as much as yeah, he had Shibata in his corner. It's like. It's still a, a Noah guy in New Japan. They still don't like that King's Road shit. People were people were looking for a reason to hate on Kenta, I feel like. Right, but if he'd come in there and started throwing down huge matches, like I, don't, I, I think that would have gone he, away immediately. I, I, also, I do agree with that. He did not, he has not lived up to being Kenta. He has looked more Hideo Itami than Kenta. I don't think he's as bad as y'all do. And I think, again, I agree. Th- and I also think that, like, his... I think that his being in Bullet Club and them quickly fixing that has made it really good. I Again, I really like the weird... I really like the weird shit he's doing in those fucking backstage... In those fucking, like, post-match promos. It's fucking baffling. And, like, I'm into it. Mm-hmm. And his weird fucking, like, soap opera fantasy world that he's inventing for himself. I mean, that's good I don't stuff. Know. But, yeah, but same token, like, Royal Quest as well. And we'll get to that one, I'm sure. Royal Quest is... Royal Quest is not his fault. I wouldn't even say that Royal Quest is Ishii's fault. Royal mm-hmm. Quest, Royal Quest's fault is the people that did not say, you need to stop this match right now. Mm-hmm. Um, that, 
to me, that like, goes right to I, the terrible refereeing. It's true. I'm I'm gonna say that like Kenta, I would agree that Kenta is one of the most disappointing wrestlers of the year. Like yeah. Kenta is. has not lived up to what his to what his you know to his expectations mm-hmm. or what we hoped. I would completely agree with that. To me, Kenta has still been like decent enough that it's it's that I don't have a problem with this. And also, I think that like. Kideo Otami to Kenta had a lot far had a lot less distance to fall than let's say Seth Rollins. What I'm so what I'm thinking here is that we're gonna cut Kota Reeves, right? I think so. If Kenta's on the list, then fine. Um, I'm I'm kind of thinking Kenta Rollins folly. Yeah. That's my list. No. Whoa. No. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, 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 no. Shane McMahon. It, 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 Shane McMahon is who I think wins this. No way. It has to be either Shane McMahon or Bad Luck Folly. Folly's winning this. Dude. I mean, Shane McMahon versus The Miz. And Money in the Bank. So the only reason I'm saying we cut Shane is... Shane McMahon with his baby punches in anything. Shane McMahon cutting any single promo, where basically his character is just, I don't give a shit about anything that's happening, whatever. Shane McMahon has been more deleterious on a fucking wrestling company than anyone. Like, yeah, Bad Luck Fale fucking sucks, and he's terrible, and he's upsetting to watch. Shane McMahon has literally fucking, like, actually made WWE programming legitimately worse. So, I I, I feel like you're making an argument for Shane staying, and I feel it's. I do feel like I want Seth Rollins to be on this list because of the mm. the point. Like, yeah, mm, I don't know. I don't agree with that. The top. He was meant to carry this company. Mm-hmm. Fucking failed. And it, it's not. And it's not that he. And it's not that like he was failed. It's that he fucking failed himself because he clearly can't fucking. He cracked under the fucking pressure. He revealed himself to be like a totally shitty person and a fucking like complete dork and loser who then just like literally blames everyone else for his fucking problems. Like, how would we feel about Shane Kenta Rollins? I, I, I think Fallen needs to be on this list. That's the problem. It's like I think McMahon and Fallen both still belong here. Fallen has been so unbelievably so slow and terrible, like more than usual. How would we feel about? No, that's not how this works. It takes it takes all the fun out of it. How about we take Rollins off the list, and that's our three. We literally just said we want Rollins on the list. All right, I'm not getting Folly off I'm the list. Actually, no, we're not getting Folly off the list. That means that there's someone that's pretty obvious to go. We're not getting Kent off the list. I feel like maybe Owen. If Kent is off the list, then Kona's going back on. Yeah, that's exactly it. It's the problem is that it was... That was the yeah. deal. That's a stupid deal! Well, too bad. Oh, you know what? You it know d- what? It doesn't need to be either of them! Okay. Because one of them doesn't matter, hey, John, and the other John, John, John. is disappointing. Owen? Hi. Convince me, without using the phrase, fuck Kona Reeves, why Kona Reeves is top three. Fuck Cody Reeves! I can't. I can't do it. 
Connor Reeves is not top three. I mean, we all know that Shane McMahon and Bad Luck Fale should belong on this list. I'm going to say the only reason I think Rollins over Kenta is as compelling as the Kenta argument is. Kenta mm-hmm. was not the face of New Japan. Again, is is this worst or most disappointing? Because I'm hearing most disappointing, not worst. Yeah, it's but all it's it, disappointing. It's, from what it sounds like, Penta and Rollins had roughly the same level of match quality in the sense of, like, we know they can do way better, and... I don't think Rollins' problem was his in-ring work. Yeah, I don't... I don't think that Rollins like I, I think that Rollins definitely had some problems within the ring, but I think that definitely Rollins had a more co- again. I think Rollins had a more compelling gear in terms of ring work than Kenta. I think the problem is more that like Rollins, they strapped a rocket to Rollins and Rollins completely fucking failed at it and like egregiously failed at it. Mm-hmm. And very publicly failed at it and very publicly tried to blame other people for his failure. I also feel like Penta being bad is not going to damage New Japan. Rollins being bad is doing harm to WWE. I think this is the case of that you watch WWE's product more back. Yeah, than, than absolutely. New it is. But well, actually, actually, given I probably watched about as much New Japan as I did WWE as I did fucking Raw this year. Got him. Mm hmm. I mean, Kenta has taken the never open weight championship and kind of. I forgot he still had a bit of a joke. Does he, he still, still have has that? It. Oh my he still god! Has it. It's bad. It's real bad. Hell, you know who was a great open, uh, never open weight champion? And I can't believe I'm going to say this. Tai Chi. Tai Chi. Tai Chi was Tai Chi. Tai Chi and Tomohiro Ishii like elevated that title so much, and now that Kenta has it. I forgot that he has that belt. All right, you know what? I'm I'm calling bullshit on that. You hated Taichi having the belt until that one match. I mean, I'd call bullshit on that too, but you know, I mean, I'll take him a victory. I I like Taichi when he wrestles Ishii, and that's it. He's not good against anyone else, but when it's against Ishii, he's he's good at elevates. He's good against everyone else. He's really good. Shut your fucking mouth! Shut your fucking mouth! Shut your fucking mouth! I don't. I I feel like Rawlings belongs more on this list, but I think the argument for Kenta is very compelling, and I'm happy to make this Shane Kenta Fale. Sounds good to me. I, I think it has to be. John, I don't like this, but whatever. You I mean, Kenta's not winning. It's going to be either McMahon or Fale. I think it's Shane. Shane. I think it's Shane, Shane wins. I think it should be Fale. I think I think it should be Shane. Uh, wow. Why would you think Fale over Shane, Owen? That like, doesn't make sense. What is- Shane has literally been in the fucking main event of SmackDown. I- Shane was a fucking main eventer, basically, for fucking months. Excuse and me. unlike Seth Rollins, who took those kind of spotlights and still did decent jobs of matches while completely shitting the bed regardless, Shane McMahon shits the bed all the time, every time, in every way. Excuse me, Shane McMahon is the best in the world. Exactly, and that's why he should be the worst in the world. Wow. Yeah. That shit sucked! What is Shane's opinions on chemtrails? Um... What does China say about them? 
fine. Congratulations to the worst in the world. Keep it going. Keep it going. Keep it going. No. No. No, he doesn't deserve it. McMahon! There you go. That that already was more than he deserves. Congratulations, Shane McMahon, the worst male wrestler of 2019. The runners up, Kenta and Bad Match Folly. Fuck you. I should apologize to my roommates. Too bad. What's next, John? Fucking Shane. Fucking Worst. Just, just please move on. Just stop. Just, you're just trying family. to fucking please bother me. On. You're just trying to fucking upset me, and it's working, and fuck you. Fuck Worst you. event. Mute Owen. I don't, ha- I don't have time for this anymore. <laughs> the nominees are GCW Presents. Orange Cassidy is doing something or whatever. Who knows? Is that really the WWE name? Mo- yes, it is. Wow. It's literally the name. Wow. WWE Money in the Bank. Super sh- WWE Super Showdown. AW Fighter Fest. The buy-in. AW Fight for the Fallen. Triple AAA, AAA, Triple Mania 27. WWE Hell in a Cell. WWE, WWE Starcade. WWE TLC. And Kona Reeves appearing on NXT. That's not an event. That happens too often <laughs> to be an event. Like okay. An event. Okay, so I'm going to say this is going to be a weird one to throw out here immediately. Let's cut Triple A. Yeah, that Triple A show was actually pretty fine. This, this is the first time they've actually had a decent Triple Mania show in like three to five years. That's crazy. Yeah, it was okay. That's crazy. It was it was not great by any means, but it was not bad. So I'd say let's keep it. I feel like at the beginning uh, of the year, we just write that in automatically. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a safe bet, usually, and I'm surprised to say that it was not terrible. And also, holy shit, Blue Demon was bleeding like a fucking fountain at the end. Was it Blue Blood? No, it was all no. red. He was kept, he was catching it in a styrofoam cup. That was sick. That sounds pretty cool, actually. It was kind of gross and horrifying. Um, I don't feel like the Fighter Fest buy-in should be on here. But I would be okay if we put Fighter Fest as a sh- Janella Moxley. The rest of the fucking card. Okay, but Janella Moxley. The Fighter Fest buy-in had also wait no the rest of the card fuck you the Darby Allen Cody match was great yeah also Cody like, and Allen like, the Darby Allen Cody match felt like it was about to get great and then the time limit happened that's fine also yeah. time fuck you thin. that does that Nakazawa Jabali match was okay I liked the Nakazawa Jabali match a lot it should have been or last year's match should have been the worst match of the year. This one was nowhere near that. Those skits were so bad. They, they were, were, but I I thought they were I thought they were kind of funny, <sighs> and they and they look they did they did exactly what they needed to do. They were short. They were on the pre-show. Mm-hmm. Only reason I think those skits were egregiously bad is because yo, this is the fucking second. Yeah, that's the that's more the problem with the skits than anything is, hey, guys, maybe you shouldn't be doing jokes about how you don't know how to run a company on your second show. I think they've always been good at mocking themselves like that, though, like calling themselves a T-shirt company. 
No, absolutely. Like they're they're good at that, but that one was just a little tone deaf. I think of fair. Look, we get it. We we, we get that you're in on the joke. This is a little much. And, mm-hmm. and again, like I, 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 I've mentioned this numerous times. Like I watch AEW with uh, my parents, who are not into the lart to like the smarky wrestling world, and yeah, this just comes across as. Wow, these guys don't know how to run a company. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, this looks really amateur. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Cut Fighter Fest. Also, right. honestly, Cut Fight for the Fallen. Why? It was mediocre, but I don't know if it was bad. It ha- I mean, look. It was entirely. I put mediocre. it on. I put it on here because it was the worst AEW event so far. Oh, it definitely I, was. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that it was for the most part. It was fine. It was inoffensive. I'd even say. Like, look, I'm definitely. I think that there's a couple matches on here that I think we can talk about in the next category. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the show itself was fine. Okay. Cut it then. I think that we should cut Starcade because it was so small. It was essentially a house show. I I don't feel good I've, about cutting Starcade yet. I fucking hated Starcade. It was like an hour and a half. Yeah, an hour and a half that I wish I could get back. I, you didn't have to watch it. It was a house show. Then they shouldn't have put it on. They wanted more content for the network. Great! If you're going to make good content for the network, it should be good! (sighs) I just don't think it should stack up to these other shows that are full-on shows. So, uh, the reason I think Starcade fucking belongs on here is advertise that show like a real show, and they advertise that show on the back of one match. And they lied about that match. WWE yeah. does that all the time. They lied. WWE does not lie typically about their pay-per-views. And like, yeah, I know in the network era of like, yo, know, what's a pay-per-view even? But like, also, you know, what the for fuck? a company that is that lies all the time about what they're going to do, and it did it a fucking ton this year. This might be the most egregious lie. Alright, fine. Leave it on. I don't think it's going to win, but I guess it could be top three. Uh, cut fi- if we, we cut Fight for the Fallen, right? Yeah, we cut Fight for the Fallen. Um, John? John, tell me yeah. about Orange Cassidy is doing something or whatever. Who knows? <laughs> so... Basically, they just did like uh, it, it was a, it was a comedy wrestling show, and like maybe that's something that is you know look I, I feel like comedy wrestling is one of those things where it's like you got to still for it to at least for me for comedy wrestling to work it's got to be like ridiculous and stupid but it's also like everybody's got to be taking it seriously you know like like kaiju big battle yeah it's fucking people in monster costumes and wrestling. 
but nobody's like, oh, these people are in costumes. Like, no, it's these are fucking actual monsters and they're doing wrestling shit. Like, everybody plays along. Like, Hell, like I feel Invisible like. Invisible Man, Invisible Stand match works. Exactly. That was garbage. I, I feel like. I feel like this is an entire show of shit like that match. It's a little much. And, like, there was some good stuff in it, but there was also some fucking, like, ridiculous things. Like, there was a fucking dodgeball match where they just played dodgeball. Or there was the best friends in a one-minute time limit match. Actually, that one was pretty funny. You know what? Keep it on for now. I, the thing is, I think I don't think it makes the cut because I think it had enough go. I think it had enough that was okay on it and inoffensive. Like I think there was one match that was just egregiously bad, and, and we're going to discuss it in the next category. But um, I, I, yeah, I just think that it. If you're going to build a, a if you're going to build a show around a comedy character, like you need to still take it seriously. It needs to not just be a fucking joke. And, like, it had some okay moments to it. Like, I mean, shit, you know, fucking Loud Noxious is the goddamn ring announcer. That's cool. I love Loud Noxious. Um, again, I'm willing to keep it on for now, or... I'm not. I'm not willing to keep it on. I, I put it on there because I wanted to say my piece about, yo, comedy wrestling is good. Don't do an entire show that's just basically makes you feel like this whole thing is a joke and nobody's taking it seriously because then you're just proving Cornette right. But I don't think but I also think that there was enough that was pretty good on the show that I didn't feel like I didn't feel too out of my 10 bucks that I paid for it, let's say. All right. Um, tell me about Money in the Bank. I'm looking at that card right now. Fucking awful. It had all those ref botches. Oh, God, you're right. They had Rey Mysterio winning the United States Championship despite not having Samoa Joe pinned. It had the fucking Miz and Shane McMahon steel cage match. It had Lacey Evans and Becky Lynch where they fucked up the pin. Or, you know, they, they fucked up the thing and almost had Becky Lynch, like, get pinned before they just, like, fucking went into the goddamn disarmor. Oh, my God. I just saw... I just remembered the main event. That was the one where Brock Lesnar showed up at the very end of the match and just climbed up and won. Yep. I thought was... I think this should stay. Oh, it should win. But I thought that was dumb. It might be the winner. I don't know. Um, I don't. Super Showdown was bad. I don't think it was one of the three worst. I agree. As w- I mean, as one of the two look, people that if we're talking it. about main events, but the rest of the show was like mediocre, not egregiously bad. You're gonna have to tell me because I didn't watch it. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. This is the Crown Jewel. This was super sh- Oh, God. Yeah, Crown Jewel was actually, like... Fine. Bad, but... Oh, uh, God. Let's yeah. look up the Super Show. Okay, oh, Super Showdown 2019. God. Oh, God. Uh, Seth Rollins, Baron Corbin, Demon Balor versus Andrade. The Demon for no reason. Shane McMahon versus Roman Reigns. 
Lars Sullivan versus Lucha House oh Party. Oh my god. god. Shane McMahon versus Roman Reigns. Oh my god, Lars Sullivan. Randy Orton versus Triple H. Oh my god. Lars versus Bobby Lashley. I think this might win. Fuck. Kofi versus Dolph Ziggler. Mansoor versus Elias and Undertaker. Or Mansoor in the 51 man battle royale. And uh, Undertaker Goldberg. Hear me out. I think we have our three. It's Money in the Bank, it's Super Showdown, and it's Starcade. Yeah, I'm happy with that. I'm also happy with that. I don't want, I'm gonna just throw I it out there. I to be there, but you guys are making it. What about Hell in a Cell? What was bad about it outside of the Hell in a Cell match? I mean, that's a pretty good fucking thing to put on there. I'm just saying that Hell in a Cell match. For, single, for singular matches, though. Would you rather it be in there instead of a Starcade? No. No, I guess not. Starcade made me angry. Then and TLC. <laughs> God, TLC was disappointing. Rest TLC in peace, was Kyrie Sane. Was, TLC was abysmal, but so like violent. Everyone died. Didn't, but like. It doesn't make me furious in the same way that WWE lying to its fucking audience does. Alright. It was a bad show. Also, I may like- I point out that the Hell in a Cell watch-along had people eating hot chips, so, you know. I feel like Money in the Bank wins. Because Money in the Bank had all no. fucking Super Showdown wins. Showdown was bad. Lars but- Sullivan... Hear me out, though. Super Showdown was expected to be bad. Money in the Bank is a premium oh, event for WWE. I don't think Undertaker and Goldberg was expected to be that bad. Dad, yes, it no. fucking was. Not that bad. Undertaker was Not Goldberg. that bad, but I don't think we had any expectations for it, let's be honest here. Like, like I think Money in the Bank, that's a pay-per-view with some... Pre- I, still. I th- is it... The, the yeah. demon being there for no reason, though. It was Look, Prince Muhammad bin Salman wants to see a scary, spooky man. Oh God, it's so shame. Be yeah. also come on. Oh, my, like oh my God, the demon for no reason. <laughs> like the demon actually matters. The demon doesn't exist anymore. It's dead. Yeah, I know. Oh, man, dang, dang, baby. I finger guns. I'm just Why looking. you doing those finger guns? Don't worry about it. No reason. Don't worry about it. I, I, I'm just... Oh God, this... I could be okay with either one, but I'm, if I had to choose, I'd pick Super Showdown. I th- again, Money in the Bank... <laughs> Money in the Bank has an expectation of quality. Does anything in WWE have that expectation in 2019? Yes. He's not I- wrong. It has an, you know, look, Money in the Bank still has an expectation for a certain level of. Mm-hmm. I do kind of agree with that, actually. That yeah, like as much as as much as fucking Super Showdown was god awful. It's a fucking Saudi Arabia house show. Who gives a fuck? Whereas, like, Money in the Bank, yeah, like, that's supposed to be one of their big shows. Like, the Money in the Bank briefcase is supposed to be, like, an actual, like, important storytelling mechanism that they use throughout the year. Fucking, did either of the people that went one matter? I mean, barely. It did give us Brock Party. And it did give us Brock Party. 
Yeah, it gave us Bailey as the champion. How's that been going? Hey, there's the whole... Don't wear the belt around her waist. Oh, sh- I hate, I hate that. A-E-W. Stop it. Stop it. Fine, give the money in the bank. I don't care. I could see it. All elite Bailey. That's AEB. ABW, all Bailey wrestling. There ain't this. no stopping us now. Kylie Ray is in here now. Oh, God. I was about to say, what's Kylie Ray doing here now? Oh, God. Congratulations to WWE Money in the Bank, the worst event of 2019. The runners up, WWE Super Showdown, and WWE Starcade. What's non transphobic, allegedly Kylie Ray doing at the Impact Zone? <laughs> She's praying. Running away from Kenny and Nyla. They're kind of spooky in bad ways. Who knows what happened, but we're never going to know until 15 years from now. Stop it. (laughs) Parody! Parody, parody, parody. TM, TM, TM. We have one category remaining. Oh, thank God. But it's going to take us two hours. I, I, God damn it, I'm not going to have anything to pack for... Jesus, I'm going to get in there. This airplane still packing. I didn't delete it. it. I moved it into. I moved it back into the order of because it's supposed to be in the in the order that it happened. Oh, never mind. It's all chronological order. I moved it to where it should be. Fuck you for having it on this list. Whoever did it, I'm going to fucking stab you. I will say right now, I did not put it on this list. You know who did? I did. You're a piece of shit. I did it. I would You're not. You're a piece do that. of shit. I'm going to be a good guy here when we get down to the actual rules. Worst match of 2019. How the fuck many do we even have on this list? Too many. Uh, 20. Holy shit, we have over 20. What the we fuck? We the same amount, technically, as we did for match of the year. That's insane. I can't believe that. Let's get into it. One of those Our nominees are... <laughs> Nate Webb versus Session Moth Martina in a 5 o'clock somewhere last... Best person standing match uh, from GCW Presents. Orange Cassidy's doing something or whatever. Who knows? Invisible Man versus Invisible Stan. Fuck you, Owen. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're the one that put it on here. Stupid fuck. It's bad. It's bad match. It's not bad. <laughs> Joey Janela's Spring Break 3. <laughs> Kofi Kingston versus The Bar. And a Tornado Rules Handicap match from Fastlane. The Casino Battle Royale from AEW Double or Nothing. The Miz vs. Shane McMahon in a steel cage match from Money in the Bank. The Undertaker vs. Goldberg from Super Showdown. Lacey Evans vs. Charlotte Flair from the June 3rd Raw. Tetsuya Naito vs. Kota Ibushi for the IWGP Intercontinental Championship from Dominion. Adam Page vs. Kip Sabian from Fight for the Fallen. The Young Bucks vs. The Brotherhood from Fight for the Fallen. What's wrong with that match? Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch versus Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans in a mixed tag team match for the WWE Universal Championship and Raw Women's Championships from Extreme Rules. Alexa Bliss versus Carmella versus Naomi versus Natalia in a fatal four-way elimination match to determine the number one contender to the uh, Raw Women's Championship from the July 15th Raw. Bad Luck Fale versus Will Ospreay. From uh, uh, night nine of the G1 Climax. Tomohiro Ishii versus Kenta for the Neverweight Openweight Championship mat, uh, for uh, New Japan Royal Quest. The Casino Battle Royale from AEW All Out. 
Chad Gable versus Shane McMahon in a King of the Ring semifinals where Kevin Owens is the special referee from SmackDown on uh, September 10th. Brock Lesnar versus Kofi Kingston for the WWE Championship from the premiere episode of SmackDown on Fox. Seth Rollins versus The Fiend Bray Wyatt in a Hell in the Cell match for the Universal Championship at Hell in a Cell. Brock Lesnar versus Kane Velasquez in a WWE Championship match from Crown Jewel. Big Swole and Mercedes Martinez versus Ali and Sadie Gibbs from AEW Dark Episode 5. Bobby Lashley versus Rusev in a Last Man Standing match from WWE Starcade. Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch versus the Kabuki Warriors in a TLC match for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships from TLC. And AJ Styles versus Randy Orton from uh, Raw uh, December 17th. And finally, Coda Reeves versus Non-Existence from Life. I'm locking it in. <laughs> Veto. Veto. I was, I was, I was kidding. Yeah, I know. We know, bud. Don't worry. All right. So let me explain the rules as we did it last time. The first. Why did you delete that one? It wasn't me. Uh-oh. We got it. Why issues. did you delete it? We we didn't. Who deleted that? Things things are happening. What what's going on? Who's messing with the thing? Stop it! Yeah, so, somebody's got off um, sync with this. Everyone calm down. Stop messing with the sheet while I explain how we're doing this. We're doing it similar to how we did with the best uh, match of the year last week. So uh, we have a lot of stuff here. We're going to rotate around. Uh, everyone in the first round pick something that they're going to cut from the list. And everyone has one veto for the round. Then, the other person has, then that person has to pick something else. After that, we do a lock-in. Same rules apply, and we keep going until we get 10 matches, and then we order them from number 10 to number 1. Oscar? Okay. You're up first. Man versus Invisible Stain. Veto. Fuck you! Um, the, the men's casino battle royale from Double or Nothing. That was really bad. It, was, it really wasn't, though. It was actually pretty good and yeah, it had was, some good moments. It was good. The like, camera work was camera bad. Work was yeah, bad. the camera work was bad. Like, the fact that they just brought everybody out without any real introductions was bad. I'm not like, saying, like, I'm not saying it was a good match, but I'm saying... I'd, I'm saying it was a perfectly fine and serviceable match. I agree. If you, want, if you want to a, tell me that the other Casino Battle Royale sucked, yeah, I'll give you that one. But the men's one... It was totally fine, and also, it had the fucking Orange Cassidy, Tommy Dreamer moment. Cut it. Fine. I'm up next. Um, I am going to cut... Hmm. Uh, by the way, someone should eliminate the Kona Reeves uh, match. That was a joke. It's already been eliminated. Alright, just making sure... I'm gonna cut the uh, the Charlotte Becky versus Kabuki Warriors match because I think the match was fine. It was the injury that really fucked it up. Uh, Unfortunate veto, veto because yo that fucking Charlotte bit was fucking horrendous. 
weird. Someone didn't know that they're injured, so they were trying to do their, their wrestling job. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I, Vito's happens. I know, just, Pick someone else. I, I know. I'm just saying that's bad reason. Hmm. No one cares what your what your reason it is for thinking it's bad. You because one could say that you're a petty, stupid piece of shit for putting a perfectly good match on here just to piss it's me okay, off. It's it's okay, John. It's okay. It's okay. We'll we'll deal with this. Uh, I'm gonna cut Bobby Lashley versus I'm kill him, Trace. I'm gonna kill him. In a last man standing match because it wasn't really a match. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> It was a lie. It was, it was a count yeah. out. Starcade got its due on worst event for this. Yep. Trace, you're up. We need to cut from this list Invisible Man versus Invisible Stan. You're out of control, Owen. You're drunk. I worship Raven now. <laughs> Unbelievable. Trace, I can't believe you you've did this to me. This is the ultimate heel turn, Owen. I cannot follow you here. It was not a bad match. It was simply silly. It was not one of the best matches. But for Bryce Remsburg doing his thing, it's completely serviceable for invisible make fun of our spots thing. And it had fucking Kikitaru do a run in. Tracy, you at least held me a couple rounds. You're killing me here. uh, Look, I'm... I'm not here to cause strife. I just want to go to California and visit my parents someday. Well, today's not that day. You're right, it isn't. I'm stuck here talking wrestling. John, you're up. Eliminate something. <laughs> yep. Why the fuck is the Young Bucks versus the Brotherhood on here? Like, that match wasn't great, but, like, it's fine. I, I probably uh, put it on here because I thought it was dreadful. I put really? it on here because, yeah, I fucking hated it. It went on way too long. And yeah. It was really Even long. the fact that that was, like, the one feud the AEW had built up from Double or Nothing... The fact that it failed to deliver, I'm fucking vetoing you taking it off yet. Okay, fair. All right. Wait, didn't you already uh, use it? Yeah, you already use your veto. No, oh, no, he, no, he can. No, you can. You can use basically how that works is like you can veto someone else's thing, but like, yeah, if you veto too many things, then we're just going to take it away from you. Shut up. All right, then I'm not going to. Then I won't veto it. No, that's fine. No, you vetoed it. That's cool. I, I can. I can pick something else. Okay. I will say that. You know, as much as it made me fucking furious, as much as I hated it, or hated that one thing specifically, and as much as I hate them, we kind of gave it its due. Does Tetsuya Naito versus Kota Ibushi really belong? I'm not vetoing it, so I think it doesn't belong. No, it's, 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 it's gross. It had a bad spot. It had a very it's, bad. It had a spot. really horrible spot that turned me off of this feud entirely. Yep. And turned me off of the match entirely. I never want to see them wrestle again. But the rest of the match itself was fine. It's just that one thing they did was so fucking heinous. Yeah, if we if we basically throw it on the list for this, and we'd also have to throw on the Wrestle Kingdom match between Kota Ibushi and Osprey. Mm-hmm. And we ain't doing that. True. And in fairness, that was a botch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like this. This, this was, was everything. Like, yeah, like that's the one thing that I would say that like could potentially keep this on here is this was everything working as intended. Mm-hmm. But, but I still just, don't think yeah. it, I don't think I still don't think it's enough. No, uh, but let's save that kind of talk for when Kota Ibushi does Misawa himself. Yeah. And I right, say it's going to happen. Oscar, we're in the round of locks. So you're up first. Just because this mate, this match really fucking pissed me off, I want to lock in the Young Bucks. 
Yeah, I'm cool with that. That could be a good bomb of the list. It should have been fucking match. It should have been fucking top ten match of the year. How the fuck? I'm not going to veto that because yeah, that was. I'm going to say it's lower ten when it comes time, but that. Yeah, that so fell below expectations. I won't veto. Yeah, I'm 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 okay with it. You know, I I don't I don't agree, but I also it was disappointing. Yeah. All right. And also, and not just disappointing, fucking ridiculously long, needlessly long. Yeah, I mean that's the Why thing. It's like that forty shit, minutes. Like forty minutes. Yeah, forty minutes for that, and they didn't do much of anything. Like this. Yeah, is- like if if they had had that same match in like twenty minutes, I think that I think that the the view of that match would be a lot better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna do an easy one. I'm do it. I'm doing Seth Rollins versus the Fiend in the Hell in a Cell. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's an easy one. Easy, and I, I know no one will argue with me this time. Uh, excuse me, wait, no, I'm not gonna. How dare you, sir? <laughs> yeah, if, if I actually did that, you'd ever all have ever to like shank me in an alleyway. I love, I love my wrestlers looking like they're being warmed up in a China. <laughs> it's fucked up. Okay, Cornette. Oh my god. <laughs> Trace. <Fine>. A god <laughs> racially. I mean, it's look. At least it's not fucking Jr. And he didn't say the O word. True. True. I will give him that. Trace, you're up. Lock something in. I am going to lock in Big Swole and Mercedes Martinez versus Allie and Sadie Gibbs. This was <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. Abysmal. I did not see that. How bad match. was it? It is one of the worst women's matches, if not the worst women's match AEW's ever had by a long it's shot. That's fucking bar. rancid. It like takes- I just. Like, I turned this match on to be like, oh, hey, this should be cool. All right, Big Swole, Mercedes Martinez. Holy fuck. And that is four performers who should be decent at what they're doing, and every one of them was sloppy as shit. That sucks. Fuck. Alright. Like, Big Swole looked the best, and, like, even she was looking kind of sloppy. Yeah, like, it's, I think I think you're looking right there, like, the way the names read, like, best performer, worst performer, and they all were, like, that's, like, zero, negative one, negative two, minus five stars. If it was in the Tokyo, uh, Tokyo Dome, it would have been negative six. No, it would have been negative three and a half, please. Wow. Okay. John, <laughs> you're up. I'm going to lock in one that I'm the only one that's seen so I can get on there. Nate Webb versus Session Moth Martina in a five o'clock somewhere last standing match. I've heard about this match, and I, from what I've heard, I would be inclined to agree. Explain. This match, this match was basically, the gimmick was that they... It was a, you know, a last person standing match where they had to drink every 30 seconds. That sounds, oh. So it was a power hour. Yeah, yeah. basically it's a power hour. But so here's the thing. Like, for one, I just, I, I hate these kind I hate these fucking like, oh, you got, you got to drink matches because like, it's either you're going to be have, actually having people drinking in the matches, which is fucking d- dangerous as shit. Yeah. Or you're going to have people just faking it. And then it's just like, oh, man, I'm pretending to be drunk. Whoa. Which is always just fucking stupid and looks terrible. Wrestlers and like, should only drink after matches. And the only people who should do that are Janela, Steve Austin, and 
fucking Jimmy Havoc. And, and like, super crazy. And here's the thing. If, if you're gonna, if you're gonna do a match where the entire thing is based around, like, we're gonna be drinking every 30 seconds or something like that, like, and we're gonna be pretending to be drunk and pretending to wrestle while drunk, at least have them, like, fucking drink fake, like, whiskey or, like, fake hard liquor or something. Not just, like, you gotta chug a beer! And by chug a beer, they mean you gotta take, like, a large swig from the beer! I mean, yeah, everything about that sounds awful. It's just, here's like seven minutes of people pretending to be drunk and just stupid dumb spots so we can have someone like fucking drink a beer while in a Boston crab. Power hours are fucking stupid. Power hours are even more stupid when you have it clearly people drinking shit that like they're not going to be drunk off and then pretending to be drunk. Alright, so it, it yep. is locked in. We got our four locked in for that round. Next round, we got more eliminations. Oscar, you're up. Um, cut Lesnar versus Kane Velasquez. Kane was injured. Like, retrospective, it's like, yeah, this match couldn't have been a match. Yeah. I thought it was fine for what They showed was. the entire thing on SmackDown. Like, don't get me wrong, I fucking hated this match, but it, once I heard this, like, Oh, Cain Velasquez was, like, seriously hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a solid one. I'm gonna try once again to eliminate the TLC match between Charlotte and Becky versus the Kabuki Warriors. The match was fine. An unfortunate injury happened. Yeah, fine. If we cut Naito Ibushi fight for Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, honestly, it's like I don't. We don't really know what happened with that with that Charlotte situation. Like, I, I think it's we don't really know what happened. I think it's still kind of early. Like, I, I think this is kind of a wait and see thing. You know, yeah. here's a hot take coming through me before I pick. I bet Charlotte Flair shows up on the worst wrestler list next year. I could see it. Yeah, hmm. probably. I don't know. I've seen and, AEW's women's division. Uh, speaking of that, I'm cutting that casino battle royale from All Out. Really? Yeah, I think I think it was uh, it was a not a great match, but overall, it look all it was was fireman carries from Nyla. Big deal. I don't know that this is. I don't know that it's going to stay necessarily, but I feel like there is enough bad with the planning of that match, not the least of which being, hey, they fucking, like, held off on having the people come out even after the countout just so they could have a stupid fucking spot of Nyla being alone in the ring, and she was fucking late on it. Oh, yeah, that was bad. Because of that, I am going to veto this for now. Okay. In that case, I'm going to attempt to take off Adam Page versus Kip Sabian. It was a bad match. It was not one of the worst matches of the year uh the only reason i had this nominated on here is because again it's kind of my problem my, my problem with this is okay. yo this thing fucking ruined adam page's stock for i think most aw fans in the sense of like i get they wanted to show off that oh he can do these big epic matches but it's like all it came across as is like yo what the fuck you got taken almost the time by a fucking jobber 
I will mention that Kip Sabian won the first match in AEW. The first actual singles match. He did. It's true. He beat Sammy Guevara, the former er, AAA cruiserweight champion. And a Spanish god. He is a Spanish god, and he's good at vlogging. He's very good at vlogging, and he's a good cat, too. Benji's an he's awesome He's really cat. good at Twitter. Wait, no, sorry, that's someone else. Yeah. John? You must choose. Oh, man. I'm gonna go with... It was horrible for everything it represents. I don't know with the company that we have here. I don't know that I really think that Brock Lesnar, Kofi Kingston hangs. I'm going to veto it. Okay. Then similarly, AJ Styles, Randy Orton. Yeah. I don't even know why that's on here. That's technically after the cutoff. Yeah. It is. I don't know. But it's a fucking day after the cutoff, and that match fucking blew. Still, still counts. I don't think it blew, but I think that it was not very good. And then, oh boy, that ending sucked. Mm -hmm. But I don't think. But I think that there's things here that are like actually fucking like heinous. (laughs) Indeed. Speaking of which, we're back to locking stuff in. So, Oscar, choose away. Hard. It is. I feel like I feel like there's an obvious one. Yeah, and I feel like it's an obvious one, which means someone else is gonna lock it in. So why not? Well, you can lock it in. It's fine. Fucking Adam Page versus Kip Sabian, and then that got cut. jeez. Oh, yeah, I would have vetoed that very quickly. Yeah. Um. What are you thinking? What's, co- what's going through your head? Born between is Shane and Gable Shane. One of those should make the list. Arguably, both of those should make the list. I like yeah, I was going to say. I feel like both okay, of at them least sh- one of them should. Um, you know what? I'm going to lock in the Casino Battle Royale. Oh. Uh, I'm gonna veto that. Okay. I want there to be more discussion about that. Okay. Okay. Like um, I didn't, I didn't want to cut it, but I also don't want to lock it. I think that there should be. I think we need to have more discussion about that. Right. So we'll be able to do that in the next round. Lock in. Lock in Gable Shane. Yeah, that was really bad. Yep. I've. Thinking about that whole, how they botched the whole Kevin Owens referee bullshit. Yeah, why did he count three? Like, also just thinking about, I'm really sad. He didn't count three, that was the thing. Oh, that's right, the bell just rang for no reason, holy shit! No, it wasn't that the bell just rang for no reason, it's that Shane tapped out. Yeah, and the bell rang. And Kevin Kevin was just like, well, but also don't forget that this was after... Kevin Owens did count three, counted a fast three, and gave it to Gable, and then Shane McMahon was like, no, the match is starting over. Oh, also, God. I'm just I sad about, about what this. they've done to Chad Gable. Who? You mean Shorty G? Shorty G?
It's my turn. I'm locking in, e- locking in an easy one. It's The Undertaker and Goldberg. Yeah. Yep. It's not just because of the injury. It's because of everything. That yeah. match in, in general was a goddamn train wreck. Why? The fact that that match was allowed to continue is a train wreck. Why did they put that in the main event? Why did they put that out in the heat with these old people? Why? Prince Mohammed bin Salman stopped watching wrestling. Yeah, apparently. Trace? Okay, so I gotta lock in something New Japan here. I feel like that's all I've really got in the wheelhouse at this point. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with the one that actually deserves it the most. And that is Bad Luck Fale versus Will Ospreay, where Will wins with a lazy goddamn disqualification finish that they showed off at G1 Climax 28 and redebuted again at 29 with Red Shoes running out and giving everybody middle finger and DQing him. All that dumb kind of bullshit. It was awful. Bad Luck Fale is awful. That deserves to be in the top 10. I'm not going to veto, but I am going to say really over, over Ishii Kenta? I'm being nice to you, John. Don't tempt me. I, the thing, the thing. Look, the thing is, you don't have to be nice about this one because I would say the same thing as with the Undertaker Goldberg. Someone needed to come in and stop this match. True. Hey, Trace. Like the fact, that, like to, for me, it's one of those things. It's like the fact that this match is allowed to happen or allowed to continue is a fucking like black stain on New Japan. So here's my other problem, though. And this is going to maybe be the shocker of the night. I was already so far off Kenta that I didn't watch that match. Whoa. Okay, fair. <laughs> hey, Trace, I have something yeah. to say about this, your pick of the Fale Osprey match. Uh-huh. I enjoy Red Shoes go, going in there, flipping people off and DQing. Yeah, he's a good ref. But you're it's right. a bad ref, it, also. But your rage should be on the list. Yeah, like it. Like, look, he did that during G1 Climax 28, and here it was just as bad and awful. It was like watching a rerun of shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm convinced. So here's the thing: we have two left to, to put in. No, we don't. What? One, one, two, one three, four, of, five, uh... six. Then we have eight. Uh, no, we have seven because I didn't do one. Oh, I'm so sorry, John. Thank you. Your discussion threw me off. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. Um, Let the man pick. <sighs> yeah, I think because of that, Ishii Kenta needs to, needs to be on here. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Like that. That again. The fact that that allowed that match was allowed to continue mm-hmm. when Kenta was clearly concussed. When Kenta clearly couldn't fucking perform basic moves. He couldn't like pick a wrestler up. Yeah. Like. And that match was allowed to continue and allowed to keep going and, like, keep being wrestled while they just, like, threw in whatever fucking Bullet Club shit they could. Like, take Mm -hmm. the fucking safety of your performers seriously. What the fuck? Yeah, also, like, they could have turned that into a fuck finish with all of Bullet Club just running in and getting DQ'd. Or anything of that sort of thing. You can do the title change later, okay? It's not that fucking important. Yeah. And also, like, same deal. I'm just going to bring this up. It's a little unrelated, but when Hiromu had his neck broken, he recently spoke about this to New Japan and their press. When he originally had his neck broken, he knew it was broken immediately. He looked over at the ref and said, you know, 
you know, I can't continue. Please end this match. And only before he found he had sensation to come back to his arms and legs suddenly did he say, just kidding, and go on. Otherwise, if Marty Asami was going to let Dragon Lee, now Ryu Lee, pin him and, you know, just move on with the match and, you know, lose the title that way. That can happen. You can fucking end the match. Call an audible. That's all. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Had to get it off my chest because, like, you can fucking do that shit. It is not, you don't have to adhere to a script all the way if something happens. Yep. It's yep. wrestling. Call fucking audibles. All right, and, and now we're at one last, eight matches. One last round of cuts, isn't it? I, I, I would say we can just see if we can come to a consensus before that if we can get, figure out what the last two are together. If not, then we'll do cuts. But let's let's talk. I think Ms. Shane McMahon needs to be one of those matches. I agree. Yeah, sure. How would we feel about Ms. and Shane Battle Royal? I'm... A little apprehensive on the Casino Battle Royal. Yeah, why, why do you feel it. so strongly about the Casino Battle Royal? Um, I just thought it, like, I like the men's Casino Battle Royale, and I think the Casino Battle Royale is emblematic of... It's the first time I realized just how shit AEW's women's division is. It incredibly poorly. Yeah. It, that, match, that match sold me on... Yo, this is why WWE gimmicks their Royal Rumble timer, and it's like not actually ninety seconds between entrance. Mm-hmm. Like, the, like as you called out, the fact that they were strictly adhering to those times and then not having spots done in time. Um, here's the crazy thing: I don't think they were adhering to the time strictly, and it still they fucked up the timing. Yeah, I agree. That's I believe you're right. Even worse. I'm- I think, yeah, I think it got fucked up on multiple levels because I'm pretty sure you can go back and you'll see that the time is not consistent. I'd be down for that being near the bottom of the list. Also, I don't want to be petty about it, but they had Tennille Dashwood and she did like nothing. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, like she had the Emma Sandwich thing once and that's it. She was in the match for like a minute and a half. They most. had legends of impact in there and did nothing with them. Okay, I, I'm. Let's put it in there. Hey, remember the cool showing that Teal Piper put in? Yeah, she did like one spot, like an eye poke, right? Yeah, like she started to put someone in like a sleeper, I guess, maybe. Oh, right, yeah. She did some kind of thing that her dad would do and then immediately went bye bye. Also, completely unrelated. Uh, hi, Kitty. Um,. Uh, Dad is being bad. She's not listening to my command that don't talk. No, it's okay. Is she? She's just weighing in on Teal Piper. But the other thing here is, neither Rose fucked up my goddamn stat sheet by limiting ten people in that match. I'd add so many goddamn columns for that. Oh my god. God damn it! My Elo rating thing will never be the same. It's a mess now. Who was the Joker in that match? Uh, it was Mercedes Martinez. All right. Which is not a great Joker. Nope. I think this should be on the list. Yeah, Tennille Dashwood would have been a great Joker. Indeed. But hey, Tennille Dashwood isn't signed, and Mercedes is. Hooray. Also, yep. also they fucking had, like, OD. Mm-hmm. 
This match could have set up so many cool things, and then none of those women were signed. Nope. Yep. I think we got a solid 10. I think so. So, what's going to be number 10? What do you think? I think the Casino Battle Royale is number 10. I agree. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I like it. And number nine. Hmm. I would say, I'm going to throw it out there. I think Young Bucks and Brotherhood should be number nine. I think it should be higher up. Yeah, I... I would um, put at number nine the uh, the Gable-Shane match. Mm, I want that to be a little higher. Okay. But Nate Webb. I think that should be higher. I I agree that it should be higher. I don't know how high, though, because, I, I, I mean, whatever. It was a stupid comedy match that just, like... And the fucking ending was literally, like, they both pin each other. They both pass out drunk on top of each other and pin each other and then just dance. Actually, That's, you know what? It, it was a fucking stupid thing that they never took seriously, and it made it very clear at the end that, no, of course, they weren't taking it seriously. You know what? It's bad, but there were no expectations for it. What about Undertaker Goldberg? I think that should be way higher. I think that needs to be way higher. Yeah, I think that, that needs to be in the top higher. five. Yeah, I agree. If not, top one. I think I, I'm with John on this one. Alright. Then, yeah, I think Gable McMahon makes it. Or Fale Osprey. I would rather have Ishii Kenta below Fale Osprey. Again, I just feel like Fale Osprey needs to be really high up on the list, just like Goldberg Undertaker, for the same reason of why didn't you fucking stop this match? Why didn't you fucking take the fucking? You mean Ishii Kenta though, right? Sorry. Well, yeah, Ishii Kenta. Yeah, Fale Osprey is the one. Or actually, shit. Wait. Okay. Yeah, I thought you should catch the one with Yeah. The I think I've got the Yeah, like Yeah, okay. Now, I'm a little conflicted a, there cuz Yeah, Folly Osprey is a bad is a fucking bad match, poorly wrestled and just okay. like if with you the push worst shit. Ishi Kenta up there because of that, then we'll let Folly Osprey fall down. All right. So what's but, the number 9? I think Folly Osprey's number 9. Mm, uh, below Webb and Martina? I feel like maybe I I don't know. I'm I'm still leaning towards Young Bucks Brotherhood. Yeah, Young Bucks Brotherhood should not be nearly that all, all that right. high up. Yeah, it, I'm fine. it's a bad mediocre match. I think that, that should is be it is the seven. worst match the Young Bucks have. I I was thinking make it number seven. Yeah. Yeah, I also was thinking seven for that. Like I was thinking Nate Webb Martina nine. Yeah. Fale Osprey eight. Mm-hmm. Young Bucks Brotherhood seven. Yeah, that sounds I'm good happy to me. With that compromise. Okay, how about this compromise? Okay. Nate Webb, Seshamoth Martina is nine. Okay. Okay. Young Bucks Brotherhood eight. No. Fale Osprey seven. I'm okay with that. No, I'd, I'd rather have it the other way. But I think there, Oscar. I think there was um, more expected out I, of the Bucks. Than I mean, Brotherhood. I I feel like Fale Osprey is Bucks Brotherhood. So that's like three to one then. I'm no, you said better. 
No, it sounds like he's he's with Owen on this yeah, one. All right, okay, that's see, better to me. I, I can see lower on the list, Bucks like Brotherhood Seven. Yeah, I can see I can see Fale. Yeah, okay, Fale Osprey Eight, Young Bucks Brotherhood Seven. I that's think what that's I mean fair. by that. Like that's where I would put it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, that's where I was trying to put it too. Hmm. <laughs> um. Gable. 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 Gable McMahon Six. Yeah. There. Swollen Mercedes Five. I am okay with them being at five. Yeah, that was yeah. a terrible That's match. Fine. It is not like extraordinarily bad. Yeah, and you know what? It's on dark. Also, I think now is the time we have to put the brakes on Ishikenta. Put it at four. I was gonna put it at three. Yeah. I was gonna say put the fiend at four. No, I was no. Gonna, no, I was gonna, no. I was putting that at two. I want to put that at one. I want that at two. All right, I Miz, think Miz the Miz Shane McMahon is a perfect four. Yeah, that's what I think. It was a it was a bad match, wrestled poorly with fucked up dumbass referee bullshit. Okay, and at the same time, fucking uh, it's the Miz. Who cares? It's a gentleman that they, makes like, the battle. I feel like they had already. I feel like they had already kind of started fucking it up with the Miz when he lost at WrestleMania. So it, this was insult to injury. But like, I feel like a lot of the damage had been done to the Miz already. That like this made it worse. But you know, so that leaves worse. us with the battle for the worst match being between the Undertaker and Goldberg and Rollins versus the Fiend. I'm actually going to say maybe Rollins Fiend is the worst because. Yo, did you expect anything from Undertaker Goldberg? I didn't expect that. I expected WWE to put in at least the basis level of protecting two of their top, like, legends who are very old and not in, like, a great ring condition. And the same token, I expected them to... I. Given the push and the run he's had, if you're going to put Fiend in a title match, you can't make it such bullshit that you actually contravene the whole point of Hell in a Cell. Yeah, like, hear me out. Undertaker Goldberg have a bad match in 2019. It's just like, yeah, what did you expect? Seth Rollins and The Fiend maybe have irreparably damaged Hell in a Cell as a match gimmick. But again, it's not just a bad match. It's... Goldberg got concussed like super like less than a minute into a seven minute match and they forced him to continue to wrestle that match in well they didn't force him but like they didn't stop that match when he was continuing to wrestle that match in over a hundred degree weather with a concussion and he was picking up Undertaker and dropping him on his head yeah also picking up Undertaker dropping on his head like fucking endangering the Undertaker because they wouldn't fucking like step in and be like no you can't fucking like do this like you might actually fucking hurt yourself or the other person because they want to make the fucking crown prince happy how long into kenta ishii did all the concussion shit happen that's a great question i think like halfway yeah like it was it, the problem was that was also a very long match but they at least they at least like tried to call an audible on it and they took way too long to call the audible on it with the bullet club running in and, and fucking with shit because mm-hmm. i'm i'm gonna say this undertaker goldberg three ishikenta two rollins fiend one no i think that 
Undertaker Goldberg is more egregious than Ishikenta because it is fucking WWE doing it. Yeah. Like, you want to tell me, you want to tell me that like fucking New Japan hasn't quite figured out like concussion protocol things? Like, uh, it's, that's bad. Like, they need to fucking figure that out if they're going to try and be a main player on the stage. But you know what? Like, I understand, especially because like the culture, the sports culture in Japan is very different. May I also point out that match officially was 20 minutes and 16 seconds, the second longest match on the card. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, a, like I said, it was a long-ass match. Yeah. The only thing longer was Okada and Suzuki. That went 33. I just Because don't it's an Okada match. That was a good Again, match. like, I, I really feel like Rollins Fiend maybe is then the worst fucking match because when you, when you think about the expectations going into that match of like great feud leading up to it, as we talked about earlier, fucking hell in a cell. Bray Wyatt has all the momentum in the world. And what happened after that? Won the title. No one gives a fuck about Bray Wyatt anymore. No one gives a fuck about one of the best. Uh, that unfortunately is not That's true. Not true People, at all. Yeah. That part is, I, I cannot follow you on that point. Fine, but but wait, but Bray Wyatt is wait like after that match, we were already talking about like, oh great, WWE's ruined Bray Wyatt again. Then they moved him to SmackDown. He's been recovering. I don't know if I'd go that far. I didn't say he's fully recovered. I said he's recovering. Again, I don't know if I'd go that far. I don't know. He's got that fiend face belt. It's pretty cool. Face belt. I really think the backlash to the Hell in a Cell match is something we have to keep in mind. That match has probably True. had the biggest negative response I've seen since shit like the Finger Poke of Doom. You're not wrong. And it and it is like you said, like Oscar said before, rather, um, it, it possibly killed the fucking Hell in a Cell gimmick. It's not. Like, they'll like, do it again, but now people are going to joke every time of, does this one no DQ? I bet a lot of people will forget it by next year. Yeah, I mean, in fairness, like, we say that, and yet, like, let, let's be honest here, it got such a negative reception, that got not such a negative thing here, like, yeah, everybody complained about the red lights. Mm-hmm. What? How did that work out? Yeah, well, that's WWE leaning into stuff that people seem to hate for some reason. Yeah, just because WWE kept doing the red lights doesn't make the red lights good. I know, I guess, I, I guess my... I was just saying more like the the effect of everybody complaining about this match being so horrible is not was not that great. What they but, need but, to do is they need to have a hell in a cell that is so vicious and extreme the next time they try this that like, oh well nope, it really is no DQ still. That was just one weird thing. Vicious and extreme hell in a cell, you say? Yeah. Well, possibly it's super showdown. We'll get the rematch between Mick Foley and The Undertaker and Hell in a Cell. The oh man! Crown Prince MBS really wants. I hate this. I can't believe they killed McFoley in Saudi Arabia. I can. Yeah, I can. I mean, I'm trying to act like I I, I can believe it too. I'm just saying. Fuck Saudi Arabia. Not cool. I can also it's a website. That Great dating, dating website. website. I can also believe that McFoley would agree <laughs> to do that match. So look, man, hundred million to survive that fall. So, uh, Trace and Oscar, do you really feel that passionate about the Hell in a Cell being number one? I, I, I do. Really, 
passionate about it. I, I could be okay with it. Like, Undertaker versus Goldberg, very bad. I don't want that any lower, because that match was tragic. Yeah. Personally, but same it's token, for me. You know, Hell in a Cell, just the backlash I saw everywhere, like, that was maybe one of the worst matches of this decade, as far as I'm concerned. Wow, that's bold. Yeah. John? I am totally fine with it, honestly. Like, as much as I think it's fucking, it's a travesty what happened with Undertaker Goldberg, I also Mm -hmm. completely agree with the sentiment that, like, hey, even if that match was, even if that match went exactly as it should have, it probably wasn't going to be that great. Seth Rollins versus The Fiend is just a complete and utter failure on every level. Like, you had a fucking red-hot feud that everyone was super excited to see the match for, and you just completely fucking cheapened out every single character involved. The gimmick that you were doing, like, to the point that you literally had to fucking sell a fucking match at at fucking Crown Jewel with the statement of, this match can't be stopped for any reason! Yep, because otherwise people would just continue to disbelieve on this. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. What a mess. So, we're good? I think we're good. I'm extremely happy with what's happened here. I think this is a completely fair bottom 10. All right. Then uh, let me run through everything that we've done for this past week for the worst of 2019 for ProWrestling.Cool's awards. You ready? Let's do it. The most egregious misuse of talent goes to Kenny Omega with, Boing. with runners-up The Miz and the Kabuki Warriors. Worst new slash temporary gimmick of 2019 goes to Shorty G. The runners-up, pre-Scientology Dark Order, and Bobby Lashley fucks your wife. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just reading what you guys wrote. Book Saudi Arabia that cool works again. God damn it. (laughs) The worst show of 2019 is NXT, edited for Canada and Hulu version. The runners-up, 205 Live, and Raw. The dot bullshit moment or biggest bummer of 2019 is Ring of Honor swirling the drain with a heaping load of talent-abusing awfulness. The runners-up, Josh Bodum and Shaw Samuels shoot on a referee ending his career, and that fucking Jordan Miles shit existing in everything that followed. The worst new trend of 2019 is terrible refereeing, with the runners-up, constant weekly rematches, and booking important character development moments on being the Elite instead of Dynamite. Worst promo of 2019 is We Do Things Differently in Tennessee, from the December 2nd episode of Raw. The runners-up, oh boy, here we go. Lada talks about how much sex she's having with Bobby Lashley, calls Rusev a sex addict, Says she's pregnant with Rusev's baby, gets Bobby Lashley to beat up Rusev, then says she's no she, that she's not pregnant all in the span of ten minutes. Fuck Saudi Arabia, dot cool. <laughs> fuck Kona Reeves. And fuck racism. And fuck racism. They're not related. <laughs> and the Monday after the weekend update with the Street Profits. 
The worst feud slash storyline of 2019 is Kofi Kingston as WWE Champion. The runners up, The Miz versus Shane McMahon and Rusev versus Lana and Bobby <coughs> Lashley. Crown Prince Muhammad bin Salman presents the worst non-in-ring performer of 2019, which goes to Corey Graves. The runners-up, Jim Cornette and Lana. The worst tag team slash... Tony Khan, stop wanking dogs. God damn it. God damn it, Tony, stop wanking the dogs. The worst tag team slash stable of 2019 is Heavy Machinery. The runners-up, The Forgotten Sons and... Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. Otis, stop trying to fuck tag team titles. And stop wanking dogs, goddammit, you weirdo. Wow. That's me. That's not what they meant by stakes and weights. Leave Mandy Rose alone. Leave, leave Mandy Rose alone. <laughs> the worst female wrestler of 2019. Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. The worst female wrestler of 2019 is Lacey Evans. <laughs> The runners-up, the librarian, Leva Bates, and Riho. I don't know. That feels like we're being mean to a child. Dang. Stop winking dogs, Riho. Stop! <laughs> you need to stop doing this that's, for... That's Come on. That's not a nice thing to say about Kitty in that guy. <laughs> there it is! Oh, okay, that, now the jerk has to stop. <laughs> the worst male wrestler of 2019 is Shane McMahon. The runners-up, Kenta, and Bad Luck Fale. Worst event of 2019 is W... Kenna, stop being mean to the camera lady. The worst event of 2019 is WWE Money in the Bank. Runners up, WWE Super Showdown, and WWE Starcade. Good year for WWE. It, it never is. And... War never changes. Our bottom 10 worst matches of 2019. In order... Number 10, the Casino Battle Royale from AEW All Out. Number 9, Nate Webb versus Session Moth Martina in a 5 o'clock somewhere last man standing match. From GCW Presents, Arch Cassidy is doing something or whatever. Who knows? Number 8, Bad Luck Fale versus Will Ospreay. From New Japan's G1 Climax 29, Night 9. Number 7. The Young Bucks versus The Brotherhood. From AEW Fight for the Fallen. Number 6. Chad Gable versus Shane McMahon. In the King of the Rings semifinals with Kevin Owens as the special guest referee. From the September 10th episode of Smackdown Live. Number five, Big Swall and Mercedes Martinez versus Allie and Sadie Gibbs from the November 5th episode of AEW Dark. Number four, The Miz versus Shane McMahon in a steel cage match from WWE Money in the Bank. Number three, Tomohiro Ishii versus Kenta for the Never Openweight Championship at New Japan's Royal Quest. Number two, The Undertaker versus Goldberg from WWE Super Showdown. And the number one worst match of 2019, Seth Rollins versus The Fiend Bray Wyatt in a Hell in a Cell match for the WWE Universal Championship from WWE Hell in a Cell. Oh god, The Fiend's here. I know it's just John. Hi, John. 
Hey, what's up? We did it. We all did it. Yeah. Wow. We're done. We're done. The awards. The wrestling's over. We don't have to do this anymore. Well, I, I don't have. I'm well, now what do we do? Oh wait, I'm looking at the sketch. <laughs> I'm looking at the uh, at the calendar. <clears throat> oh, we, we have to go back to doing live shows next week. <sighs> oh. Wrestling never ends. There's no off season. <laughs> you, you, you all ready? For, you're, you all excited for the uh, the Royal Rumble? I mean, no. Well, that's fine. You, you're on the other show. Right, uh, then fine, Oscar. Are you ready for Worlds Collide? What is that? It's, it's just Survivor Series brand supremacy, but now with British people. Yeah, exactly. It's, ah. it's NXT versus NXT UK. Wow, that sounds exciting. Well, get ready. Get ready if, for if that. If NXT and NXT UK are different brands, then why the fuck was Walter on Team NXT? That's a great question. The reason is... Why? why? Look, Adam, look, Adam Cole versus Walter is going to be cool, right? It is. Why the fuck... Why the fuck did they do my boy Walter so dirty at Survivor Series? Also, John, you can't, you shouldn't be saying who's the champion because at this point we don't know who those people will be. Adam Cole and Walter aren't losing the titles. You know that. I don't know. Anyway, this has been the 2019 awards for ProWrestling.Cool. 90 days. I, I, I can't believe Noam Dar won the championship in a Huff show. Oh God, I hate this. Hey, I would be happy if Noam Dar won the championship. I love Noam Dar. Stick your pinkies out, we're wanking the dogs tonight. Finisher is the champagne super knee bar. Of course he's my favorite wrestler. If you want to see the uh, the written out lists of our winners and runners up, head over to ProWrestling.Cool. We got a cool article up there that John wrote. I can't believe Kona Reeves pinned Brock Lesnar. Would you be mad? I'd be furious. I, I, yeah, yeah I would. I would be furious. I Sorry, would let me rephrase Definitely that. never. Yeah. Would you be mad if Kona Reeves pinned Brock Lesnar in an exact recreation of the Brock Lesnar-Kofi Kingston match? Yes. Even more so. Cody Reeves is not allowed to be the new Brock Lesnar. I'm sorry. Yep. I'm not sorry, actually. <laughs> fuck you. He's the finest. Shut up. Fuck Kona Reeves and fuck racism. Fuck racism. And Kona, fuck Kona not Reeves. Related. Not related. But if, if you want to see these full lists that we whittled down our winner and nominees from, head over to our Patreon at patreon.cool. That'll be at the, the bottom, the $1 tier. So you get that, you get the show notes for all our shows, and you get some other goodies. Check out the Patreon. We thank you for your support. Um, We are on Facebook. Just search for ProWrestling.Cool. On Twitter, at PWDOTC. or at the Heel Turn. And I, I think that's the only social media sites we have. We don't have a TikTok yet. Not yet. Talk. We're all not in the same physical space, so it'd be weird to do a TikTok. That's all I'm saying. Oscar, make it... No, just just follow Oscar on TikTok. It's fine. Just shoot videos of you watching AEW and then just add hashtags Tony Khan, hashtag DogWank. Oh, you know Tony Khan's... You, I can add Tony Khan. He's on TikTok, you know. Yeah, and you know, just you know, put it to like clips of September or something. I don't know. Oh, God. <laughs> 
Trace. Any any song with September. Trace, stop this and tell me where people can find your stuff. Oh, thankfully, you can find me at PSEG on Twitter. If I'm alive at this point, when you hear this recording, you might see tweets from me then. I might eventually be streaming at Mixer.com slash PeaceEgg. That's P-E-A-C-E-E-G-G. You are doing the switchover. Nice. Uh, yeah, well, I, I might do, like, one Twitch thing where I, like, do the channel points thing and then see if maybe I can win that front page carousel yeah. gift. But otherwise, yeah. like, fuck no. I'm done with their shit. Hell yeah. I'm down with that. Uh, Oscar. You can find me on Twitter, oh, at Osaga the Great. Instagram, at Osaga the Great. And uh, twitch.tv slash Osaga the Great. If you look up Osaga the Great on any social media site, you'll probably find it. Do a TikTok. I'm also on TikTok at Osaka the Great. I'm shocked. Oscar, do some more TikToks. I enjoy them. I, look, I kind of like the fact that my last TikTok was me just saying, I'm back. I know, but you, you can, can find. But you need to come back, please. You can find Oscar's social media dating profile at fucksaudiarabia.cool. That, that is a real URL, but it just goes to our website. John. You can find me a whole myriad of places on the internet, including my Twitter and my Instagram at IamJohnGM. You can also find me on Twitch at video underscore shames, although, hey, maybe I'll move over to Mixer. Everybody's doing that, it seems like. It's pretty cool. Hell yeah! Last, I, will be I don't know. Last person uh, left on name, Twitch. A, name, a, name a social media. I'll tell you if I have TikTok. it. No. Uh, Snapchat. Yeah, I got that. Is it, is it paid? Instagram. What? I say it was is your you, Snapchat paid? No, it is not paid. Okay. You can you can be my friend on Snapchat for free. I don't I don't Snapchat. John, if, w- I if, wanna, you, if I want to pay you though. <laughs> yes. There it is. Yes, a thousand times, yes. That's what, Oh, that's, if you want to give me up. money? Well, if you want to give me money for some reason because you you like how cool and, and sexy I am and you want to support what? my lavish lifestyle, uh Venmo and I am John. Pay the man. Don't, don't pay the man. Pay the man. We're, we're done. John, you, you forfeited the rest of your plugs. Pay the man. I'm on Twitter. That's good because I don't have any more. <laughs> just, 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 just let me do the bit, John. Come on. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter at the underscore ozone. That, that's all. I, I don't, I don't <coughs> plug my other ones. That's it. Everyone, we're done. I'll see you guys next week for our live shows. Get excited. Wrestling is never I, over. I got a flight in like 20 minutes. You better hurry up. 90 days. Uh, yeah, So Yeah, we'll, we'll all be back next week with our regular shows. So until then... Y'all come back now, you hear? This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network, produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com.